good evening. My name is Richard. This is over and over and over again. And this is the Arsenal review of the year of 2023. It's just coming to an end. And we are going to look back on the last 12 months, the good and the bad. And just have a sort of look back on all the memories that we've got of this year, which has been a mixed year overall, hasn't it? But we'll get into it all and it'll be coming up the other side of this. And I am delighted to welcome two of my favourite guests of the year uh, on back on the show, uh, of course, Neil and Lee. Neil, first of all, how are you doing, my friend? Good to see you again. Yeah, good, to, good to see you too. I'm okay. Happy Christmas and all that for the to, to the two of you. Hope you've been well and enjoyed it. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. It's sort of nearly over now, which is quite good. Yeah, isn't it? I like to get back to normality. Really, <laughs> you know. It's, it's nice to have a few days off and stuff like that, isn't it? But sometimes it just drags on a bit too much, doesn't it? Um, it's yeah. it's been. I mean, it could have been better, I suppose, in terms of the football. But we'll get on to that as well. And Lee, of course, as well. How you doing, my friend? Good to see you. Merry Christmas to you as well. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Rich Neil. Uh, same to you guys. It's been a while. Good to see you both. Uh, yeah, enjoying Christmas. Just, Watching the uh, the same old films as we all are, you know, planes, trains, and automobiles, and Back to the Future Three. I could I could probably act a part in it myself of half these films, but uh, it's a tradition that you sit there and kind of uh, I suppose your mind goes back to when you were a kid watching it a long time ago. I mean, that, that's that's the abiding memory. But anyway, that's Christmas. But yeah. good to see you both. I hope, hope you've had a good break. Yeah, yeah, not too bad at all. Now, just before we obviously get into the year of 2023, which we will do, I suppose we have to really just have a quick chat about last night's game, really, which um, was a bit of a disaster, let's be honest. From do start we to have finish, to, Rich? I mean, well, <laughs> just briefly, I mean, I know you were there, Neil. Um, I mean, I've got to be honest, and, I, and I'm not happy about it, but I'm not really surprised by what I saw last night. This is something that recurred frequently, uh, over time, you know, we, we have some great performances. We look really good. And then we'll throw in some performances like this. And it happens quite often. And that was how I felt about it last night. Really. I'm thinking, well, this is exactly what I've been seeing too much. If we want to be taken seriously, and, you know, West Ham played well. They defended brilliantly. But we have got to get something out of that game, surely. We've got to. I mean, you know, so you were there last night. And what was it like from actually being in the stadium? Because watching it from the outside, it looked awful. The performance was awful. Well, uh, just I'll just go over a couple of things. I'm not going to talk too much about the games. I just don't want to. I just wanted to erase from my memory, to be fair. And that, that probably <laughs> yeah. tells the bigger story, doesn't it? It tells the story, really. Yeah. Um, firstly, I was, I've, I've been in the, I've been in Block N before where the Ashburton Army is. Uh, uh, I think it was for the Sheffield United game. And, but this time I was right next to them, right, literally right next to them. So in terms of atmosphere, it was fantastic. I mean, I, I, I like all of that, guys. I don't know about you, but I love mm. the, the beat and the drums and, and the noise. I, I I love all of that. Um, it's something mm. that I've always wanted the the crowd to do anyway for, for, a, for a long time. So to be amongst it, uh, that was great. But the only disadvantage for me is because at the moment I've got a bad back. You they that, that block just stands. One, two, five just stands throughout the whole game. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. But it is what it is. <laughs> it, 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 I, I enjoyed it in terms of the atmosphere. So it's you know, it's give and take, pros and cons. 
so from the atmosphere point of view i i had didn't have a problem because it was brilliant for me anyway um performance wise I, i'm not going to talk about it as much as i said i, I just think that I thought, like the Liverpool game, I thought we started off the first 15, 20 minutes was actually pretty good. And then after yeah. that, we just died. After that, it was that was it. You know, you know that I remember at the very early doors, Saka did some amazing piece of skill, which like lifted the whole crowd. And we just thought it's just a matter of time before a goal goes in because it, we were playing so well. I mean, all of the players were playing well, I think. They were really on it. And for some reason, exactly like the Liverpool game, it's almost like we just shut down after 20 minutes. It's like, what, what's happened? It became so predictable, so, how can you say, inept up front. You know, this side-to-side, this -side, we, 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 we were moaning about the side-to-side -side passing in the past about, um, oh, guys, are you still there? Oh, sorry there. Um, about yeah, the yeah, midfield and, that's okay, about the midfield and the defence. And I, I just found that, you know, it was happening up front. It's almost like they were clueless, they were toothless. We didn't know what to do. It was very predictable. Um, when any time yeah. Saka had had the ball, he had two or three defenders on him. Uh, Martinelli, with all his drive and enthusiasm and his <laughs> and his, uh, you know, intent, it it just it just it, it mounted to nothing. And you know, at one point we were playing with four wingers: Trossard, Jesus, Martinelli, and Saka all on at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And, and then that, that's why you get the thing that they're crossing, you know, one side to the other, one side to the other. Where's the <laughs> penetration through the middle? Where's that focal point in terms of a holding centre forward who could be, a, you know, a focal point to actually try and drive the ball into the net? Um, I, I found it absolutely shocking and damning. And, um, oh, my goodness. I mean, Raya's penalty save was a highlight for me. I think he's the first Arsenal mm. goalkeeper to score a Prem goal in <clears throat> God knows how long. So I can't remember the last time it's happened. Um, so that was a bit of a highlight. And the other highlight for me was a bit of banter. I remember uh, when when I think they were they were about to take the penalty, the, the whole Ashburton army had just shut down. Everyone was quiet, sullen-faced. And the West Ham fans were, were saying something, I can't obviously repeat on the pod, but they were going, you know, where, where's where's the bleep bleep with the drums? And uh, so the drums started drumming. <laughs> and the whole, honestly, I'm not kidding you, all the Arsenal fans, we all started laughing. It was nice. It was a yes, nice moment in a bad one. situation, and you know what? That mm. brought home to me that end of the day, as much as rival fans have this, you know, thing against each other, when it's banter like that, it makes it all the yeah. much better. I know it was point. a horrible point in time. Yeah. It was a horrible. You know, we were two 0 we We're losing. We've, we've lost the chance to go top. But that just that one moment, it just like everyone forgot about it. Everyone was laughing. The West Ham fans, the Arsenal yeah. fans. It was hilarious. So that's my take on it, guys. Sorry it's not in-depth, but I just wanted to forget about the game. <laughs> no, I mean, we don't want to dwell too long on last night, really, anyway, because it wasn't the best um, 90 minutes that we've ever suffered. I mean, Lee, what did you make of it all last night? Because, I mean, the performance for me was just... I, I go back, a typical Arsenal performance under this manager. These are, For me, these performances are more... A more of a, an, an indictment of where we are rather than the maybe the, the performances where we beat Sheffield United 5 0 and when it all comes off. These are the performances yeah. that are more important to me because these are happening too often and it kind of disrupts any flow and momentum that we yeah. ever seem to get. Yeah, I, I, I was at the game last night. Uh, I got a ticket off uh, Jay Patel off here. So I'd, I'd like to say, hey, thanks, Jay, for the ticket and can I have a refund? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, you know where to find me for a refund. No, thanks anyway. I'm joking. No, it was. Uh, I thought the the atmosphere was a bit flat. I mean, it, it was it was a horrible, horrible night. It was it, it was you know lot, lot people were probably dragging themselves off sofas and uh, doing long journeys to get there. And it, it wasn't a great night, but obviously 
lucky to have tickets. So of course, we, we all want to be there and enjoy the game. And it was, uh, yeah, it did, it did seem a bit flat to me. And as you, you've, been, you've mentioned, you've alluded to, Rich, it, it has the game followed the same pattern of a number of games. I mean, Brighton more recently, where, again, mm. lots of chances, 20, 20 25, 30 chances, uh, but never really looking like scoring any of those shots. We've probably had, had two or three clear-cut chances last night in other games, but it's, it's the number of times we get in and around the box or last night, I mean, they mentioned it on Sky, the amount of touches in actually in the box, trying to mm-hmm. dribble it in Odegaard, trying to like do the impossible goal, go put it through people. And he, he, he was, he was good. He, he persevered some great shots by him, but, uh, but Neil said it just too predictable. Trossard and Martinelli both out. I'm looking both out on the left-hand side. I'm thinking, well, this is a new one on me. We have got two wingers. Of course, same on the right-hand side, but, um, and it's just, it's just it's almost like the, we're trying to. We remind me a bit of Chelsea, but at the back end of you know, the late nineties, not with solo that team, really talented team, always trying to walk the ball in, always trying to get the ball flick, touch through the legs, into, trying to score the perfect goal. You don't guess what? You don't have to score the perfect goal. Just <laughs> sometimes, just swing a leg at it, and the trouble is, you know, I know the guard was guilty, but a few of them were. The ball come on their wrong foot. The ball come to the right, uh, Odegaard's right foot, and he should have just. He was in the box, clear chance to shoot, and he come back on the left. And you're like, just it's raining, it's pissing down the rain. Swing a leg at it. The chances are it goes in. If it doesn't go in, the keeper's going to spill it. But we stop, we come back, we cut, and so the overriding emotion for me in the stadium was frustration, and you know the amount of times I had my head over over the seat in front, continually doing that because it was just. You knew what was coming. You could see it. And, and there was parts of that game I was thinking, we are so predictable. I feel like mm. I, I could take a few 40-year-olds in the crowd and we could all stand at the back and defend. Even the keeper, even the shots were like passbacks. Um, so, yeah, really disappointing, especially at home to West Ham. They're not, they're not, they're not a bad team, to be fair. And they're well-organised and they're well-drilled. Mm under that manager, but you kind of rich. It has been coming. You kind of, it's almost like you, you can, you, it's like going into a film. You've seen this film before where we're, uh, you know, we're knocking on the door. We're going from left to right. And the amount of times I was thinking, just go down the middle. Jesus is good at the ball at his feet with his back to goal. He can turn this way and that and maybe get a shot off, but we just don't seem to do it. We just go left, we go right, we go left, we go right. Every now and again, Zinchenko tries to play that ball. Into that, I mean, that's not. I won't even talk about Zinchenko last no. night. It was, it was awful. It was dire. Not just last night, but, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it was. You're right about that. It, it does seem like Groundhog Day a lot of the time watching this team. We, we we've got, you know, I, you know, if we want to play, you know, get the ball wide to the wide players, they want to get to the byline, pull it back, all that kind of stuff, and you know, move the ball from left to right and right to left, all that kind mm. of stuff. That's what we want to do for majority of the game then that's fine. That's our style of play. And every team needs their own style of play. But we need something different when that doesn't work. And we don't have anything different when it doesn't work. And like you said, we brought on players and we we just made it more complicated instead of simplifying Mm. it. Simplify the game, get the ball forward, put it into the box more. Like you said, have shots, try something different that we wasn't doing. That's what, and we never do that ever. We never no, do it ever. No. That's what's holding us back. It is what's holding us back. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But yeah. anyway. just cut in. Lee, Lee was spot on earlier. He's you know about the, when Odegaard had that moment. There were so many because where 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 we're sitting, we're sitting right behind the goal, right behind. So you can yeah, see I was, it all. I was. And yeah. I was, so yeah. many times, Lee. So many times where a player is on and they want to make sure. it even you know prolong it. 
why prolong yeah. it? Just just go for gold. Yeah. You, you were spot on. It's raining. The surface is wet. Anything can happen. Yeah. We don't always have to win by scoring the perfect goals. We can uh, try yeah. and win by getting a crude or a dirty goal. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, you, you know, in these situations yeah. where a team has come and set up, so we're, we're, it's difficult to break them down, right? They've, they've come and set yeah. up that way, and they, got the, and they had their couple of chances, and they scored from both, right? So when you've got to play a team That's like right, that, yeah. you take a chance because you can't, you can't all do this fancy stuff all around the box and leading up to no. it. You just try and have a go and see what no. happens because you might get a deflection. Yeah. You, the keeper might yeah. make a mistake because the first surface is slippery. The ball might, might bounce awkward. He might miss it. You don't know. Why, yeah. why? Why were they looking for that? You know that know. extra pass. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, it's like we're trying to re recreate the Wilshire goal, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's, and I just think the goal's big enough. The keeper's six foot four. If you hit it low and he saves it, he's not getting down quick. Someone can, Jesus can slide in, but we just don't do it. We're just waiting for that, you know, that eye of a needle. It just does. It's a one out, one out of twenty goal. Yeah, it's no. just the same. It is just the same thing all the time, isn't it? It's the same thing. Odegaard will yeah. always look for Saka. Saka will either look for Ben White on the overlap, or he'll give it back to Odegaard. And then if Odegaard can't yeah. go back to Saka, he'll come inside to Rice. Rice will go the yeah. other way. Yeah, will go to Martinelli exactly or Zinchenko, yeah. and then to Martinelli, and then the three yeah. gets repeated, and we're just playing a cross in front of their penalty area. Yeah. We do it all the time. It's, yeah. it's almost like Arteta seems to think that you get points for how much possession you have in the final third. Yeah. He doesn't realise actually yeah. you've got to score a goal at some point in the game to win yeah. it. He sometimes yeah. doesn't seem to figure that out, does he? And this is yeah. this has been going on. This is not just because of last night. This has been going on for four years, pretty much. Certainly three years of of this same style of football that's not really progressing us up the pitch enough. It's not, I don't think, it, I think it's holding us back. I think Martinelli's form's gone out the window because he's too restricted. Mm, he's got yeah. to drop back into left back because for some reason, Zinchenko's allowed to do whatever he likes, make mistake yeah. after mistake after mistake, disappear off his duty in defence and just bugger off somewhere, get in everybody's way. Twice he's done that in consecutive games, crashed into our own player, which is one resulted in a goal last night and almost a goal against Liverpool. Yeah. He's a disaster on the yeah. pitch. And we, we got rid of Kieran Tierney out on loan, who's a million yeah. times better left back than Zinchenko will ever be, just because Kieran Tierney can't play in midfield. If you want someone to play in midfield, pick a midfield player. Don't pick a left yeah. back. All this inverted nonsense. Well, Teta is confusing everybody, overcomplicating yeah. it. And I want, I've wanted him out for two or three years and I don't care if he gets sacked tomorrow, quite honestly. I've been saying, I've had enough of this boring crap football that doesn't lead anywhere. And it's not just because of last night. I've been saying this when we were top of the league a few weeks ago because it, nothing's changed and nothing will change. Unfortunately, while yeah. we're in this situation with this manager, <laughs> it's not going to change. And whatever we think, whatever we, we can hope and hope all we like. And we've got hopes, of course we are. We want to see Arsenal winning big trophies and we can hope that. This yeah. is never going to happen. He's never going to happen with this man. But anyway, let's forget all that because we want to be talking about the year as a whole. And the year as a whole hasn't been as bad as last night. Last night was one of the worst moments of the whole year, potentially. <laughs> um, now, before we start, there are a few stats I want to go through. We actually played, in all competitions, 54 games. There's one game left the course on Sunday. We played 54 games. We won 30, drew 13 and lost 11. Eight of those 11 defeats were actually in the Premier League, which is too many if you want to win a title in a year, really. I mean, mm. no, it's over two seasons, but eight defeats in a, in a calendar year in the Premier League. You're never going to win a league with, you know, no. 41 games we played in the Premier League. We lost eight of them. It's not, I'm sorry, that's too many defeats. So that, that's a problem now. We scored 109 goals in the 54 games, which isn't bad, I suppose. It's reasonably good. We let in 58, which needs to be improved. It has improved maybe in this season as opposed to last season. So a lot of those... A higher percentage of the goals were last season's goals as opposed to this season. But even so, 
58 and 54 games isn't great. And top scoring the whole year across all competitions, and this is the biggest problem that I've got, not against a player, is Bukayo Saka, 16 goals. He's not a striker. He's not a, he's not a centre-forward. No. He plays wide. And he's our top scorer with 16 goals. And that's all. 16 goals in a whole year is our top scorer in all competitions. And he's not even a striker. You know, our top scoring striker would be Jesus, and he's got 13. Yes, he's had injuries, but 13 goals in a calendar year for us, um, number nine. It's not enough. It's not good enough. And they, these, to me, are the issues that we've got. Now, we'll break down the competitions because, I mean, some of them won't take long. The FA Cup, obviously, didn't last long, did it? Back in January, February, whatever it was, we lost to Man City. We'll write that off, you know, waste of time, mm. that competition. The Carabao Cup this year, you, you know, we, we worked hard to beat Brentford and then threw it away against West Ham. Pathetic performance that mm. was team selection out of two cup competitions very early again. Um, I suppose one of the shining lights, is, I suppose, has been Europe to a certain extent. Yes, the Europa League, the back end of last season, didn't go well out on. But the Champions League, back in the Champions League, fantastic to be back there, won mm. the group. I mean, Neil, the Champions League itself, then the six games that we played in the group went well, didn't they? As well as we could have hoped for backing it for the first time. It wasn't the strongest group, but we did what we had to do and some good performances in there mm. as well, especially at home. Yeah. I'd say probably some of our better performances were in the Champions League, ironically enough, not the Prem. Um, yeah. I, uh, I, I I, think we, considering we haven't been in it for, what, six, seven years, and then to mm. come, go in there and top the group. I mean, all right, we had that mm. blip against uh, Lons, didn't we? Um, yeah. But, you know, even that we recovered from and we, we pretty much won most of the games convincingly in, in, in the way I saw it. Um, that the last game was a nothing game, and I, I mean, even that we didn't lose. I think we, we made a few changes, and we still managed to yeah. eke out a, 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 a you know one all draw. I think it was, but I think yeah. generally, I think the the, the the it showed me that you know I think with in Wenger's era, despite getting into the competition mm. year on year on, I think twenty seasons on the trot or something silly like that. Mm. We even even in Wenger's era, there were some seasons where we struggled in the group stages, and that was against mm. teams that you'd expect to do quite well yeah. against um when yeah. I, when i saw the draw made i wasn't that disappointed i always thought that there's no such thing as an easy game i see i say that always even about the prem there's no such thing as, as no. an easy game every no, game is not. a tough game and you know people were saying oh that's not a bad group i said well you say that but you know it's it's the champions league it's the elite competition so don't mm -hmm. don't just be complacent you know they're tough tricky yeah. ties but one thing yeah. that was <clears> in our favor i felt was there wasn't much travelling to do, which I thought was a massive advantage. Because if you think about it, mm. all three were quite close. Um, so mm. I thought that was an advantage, if there was any. But I, I, I thought that um, we, we pretty much played our first 11 that we were in the Prem. And I, and I thought they 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 done well. I thought the lads done well. I thought they, they acclimatised to it quite quickly. Some of them have never had Champions experience before ever in, in their careers. Mm. So that's mm. another thing you've got to take into consideration. And they did really well. Um my only gripe at that point, if I am going to have one, is I did feel... Now, I don't know what you two have uh, thought. So I haven't spoken to you guys for a while, but I thought I thought it was a little fair on Ramsdale. This is my, me personally. The way... Because I, I felt that he was a component, a big part of the team getting us to the Champions League last season, getting that place, getting... We ended up second, if it had been second, third, fourth, whatever. But we got to the Champions League. And then to be completely... You know, not even giving one game until the very last one. I thought that was a little bit harsh. That that's how I felt at the time. Look, Rich, really, I'll always say that I always want what's best for the club. It, you know, sentiments aside, 
Go we can fall yeah. in love with players. We can really like the way they are off the pitch. They can be lovely people, lovely human beings. But ultimately, what I want is the best for the club. That is why I'm in this. That's why I'm in this part of this mm. family. I want what's best for the club, you know. And we we take wins, draws, you know, losses together as a family. That's the way I see it. But I still mm. want us to give it 100% every single time we, put, you know, put, get on the pitch. So mm. in that respect, I want the best players. But I just felt, for me, I don't know how you see it. When Raya came along, if he would, if he was like night and day difference to Ramsdale yeah. in terms of quality, I'd, I'd be all for it. But Nicious, I haven't yeah. seen that. I actually have not seen that. A lot of people disagree with me, but I haven't seen that. It's a massive gulf. There might be a small one, and there might be certain strengths that he has that Ramsdale doesn't, and vice versa. But from the, if you take their first, I don't know, ten performances, and you look at both of them for Arsenal, I'd say Ramsdale's were a lot better. I would anyway. Mm. And mm. I, and I and I and I I don't understand why. I think I think it's obviously leading to Ramsdale's exit, whether it happens in January. I'd, it'd be stupid to get rid of him in January because if something happens to the rare, where where are we? But mm. uh, it's obviously leading to that. It's quite clear. But. I just felt that he deserved a little bit more of a, a shout for the Champions League, if not the Prem. That was my my gripe with it. Mm. But I thought we, I thought that generally and overall, we'd done brilliantly in the Champions League, and we ended up top, which is brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the Ramsdale situation, I think, has caused a lot of has caused a lot of noise, unnecessary noise for me. Mm. I mean, I've never known it before when um, a team buy a new or bring in a new goalkeeper and replaces the previous goalkeeper. I mean, we did it with Leno. was the same when Ramsdale came in. Nobody kicked up a fuss. Poor Leno been left out of the team when he hadn't really done anything wrong. Um, you know, and it was, you know, I suppose Martinez got sold and there was a bit of a hoo-ha about that at the time. But mm. um, I don't know. I, I found all of that with, with Ramsdale and Raya a bit strange. Obviously, Arteta wanted Raya before he got Ramsdale. Clearly, that was his yes. number one choice. He's managed to get him. Of course, he was going to make him number one. And all these people said, oh, Raya's come to be sitting on the bench. No, Raya was there to be number one. Now, yes, he couldn't mm. play Ramsdale in some of them group games. Of course, he could. But I think he wanted to get a good start. He wanted to play his strong team in the first two or three games to get the points. I think losing the second game put a bit of pressure on us then. So then yeah. in the third and the fourth no, really game, wrong. he maybe couldn't rotate because we had to win yeah. those games. Had we won the second game as well, two two wins out of two, I think he may well have put Ramsdale in maybe yeah. game three and game four. But I think the situation in the group didn't enable him to do that because of that defeat. So, yeah. Right. and But, I mean, overall, like you said, we, we four wins out of six... We won the group. The last game was irrelevant to a certain degree because we'd already qualified mm. and we'd already won the group. We got a draw, fair enough. Um, and it looks good anyway, you know, four wins out of six, topping the group, and we've got a decent draw. Mm. So, overall, the Champions League was good. The opposition wasn't top elite level. You're right, it's the Champions League. Don't disrespect anybody. But it was a good group. I, I hadn't thought of the travelling, but that's a good point. They were reasonably yeah. local trips, wasn't they? Holland, Spain, right. and... Uh, um, I can't remember Seville. what the other team was. Seville. Um, Seville. Oh, Seville, yeah. So, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't a long, long travel. So that was a good advantage as well. But yeah, I mean, no. I'm happy with the Champions League group. Obviously, it's going to get more interesting um, in the knockout stage, but we'll worry about that when we yeah. get there. Um, I mean, Lee, what did you make of the Champions League? I mean, you know, the Ramsdale-Raya situation. I mean, a lot of people spoke about it. Ramsdale got his Champions League game in the end, which is great. At least he got yeah. one in. And I agree. I, I I agree with Neil. I think it means he's going to be on his way out potentially in January, yeah. or if not, early end of the season. Yeah, I I I, I do. I mean, to answer your question about Champions League, well, we were solid. I mean, I, I was surprised against uh, Lens away. I think the second game where where we kept a, we had a strong we have a really strong team, didn't we? I can't mm -hmm. remember the game we had at the weekend. I was like, why are we going full full strength? Surely, 
we could we could have given Saka a rest in that game, but it went, Man, was it uh, not Man City that we played straight I after it, that? I think it. I think it was. Uh, uh, no, you mentioned um, it. It was. It was. A yeah, it was Man City. Um, yeah, we had Man City afterwards. Yeah. yeah. So I was a little surprised. Uh, we didn't. Hmm. I mean, rest Saka, maybe maybe Martinelli, but I think we went pretty much full strength in that. So that so that just that just stuck in my head. That was uh, that was surprising. But yeah, overall really good. I, I went away to the Seville game, uh, and we played brilliant. Only disappointment was, was actually yeah. rain. It never rains in Seville, but it did the night of that game. <laughs> Got soaked. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, we were we were fantastic away uh, for that game. Uh, and yeah, it was a it was a pretty easy pretty easy ride. Fantastic result at home against uh, PSV, wasn't it? We kind of blew them away. It's probably the best mm. one of the best performances all season. Um, so yeah, I mean yeah, the the, the Reyes situation. Uh, I mean for me, it, it, some of the comments about him what, what was attributed to Arteta about I can change I can change anyone anytime and bring on any goalkeeper. Uh, if if I want, I've had that in my head to do that. That was a strange thing, I kind of think to do. I mean, it, having having two number ones, I kind of think doesn't work. I don't think it, it, it ever does. You kind of got to have an understudy because ultimately you're just going to have someone really disappointed. And I think the main the main reason, Rich, you mentioned it, you, we've never seen it before, and, and we haven't. I think the reason is because again, I'm not one for sentiment, sentimentality, but. It's because we we did, we did well last season, right? And and obviously people have seen Ramsdale come in, and he's been part of that journey. Dare I say that word to get us to, to you know to get us close to winning the league. So so it was a bit of a shock, and he's he is a fan's favourite. Uh, but the but is unfortunately you go with the best player. Uh, but I was just a bit surprised at a few of Arteta's comments. Like we'll we'll have a again if he said this, we're obviously going by the press. They'll they'll, they'll battle it out for. Uh, for the number one spot, but then he, but then he was kind of out on his ear. He, he was sitting on the bench, wasn't he? He, he never mm. really got a look in, uh, which was an odd one. And there were chances to to bring Ramsdale in for a few games. Uh, I mean, he, he, as I say, he could have brought him in for the Champions League, but I think you make a good point, Rich. But we were kind of under a little bit of pressure. And the, and the problem is the problem you've got. I think it was. Uh, I think I think it's about the third. I think the third or fourth game, Raya. Raya Played three or four in a row, and people are saying, "Okay, I can't remember whether it's Man United at home or Spurs at home." People are saying, "Well, bring Ramsdale in, give give him a go." But the problem you've got is, once someone's you've kind of, especially a young player, twenty four years of age, I think he is, you've kind of damaged his confidence, is everything in life and in sport. So he's you put a, a massive question mark, a doubt over his head. So then, as a manager, I'm you've got to be thinking right. Uh, they are pretty much on a level. Yeah, I'd like to bring Ramsdale back in, but then you're thinking, but hang on a minute, he's not done anything wrong. He's just played, Ray's just played the last three or four matches. You're then taking a risk, aren't you? You're bringing some, mm. as you see him in Brentford, when he came out of Brentford away, he was a bag of nerves. Mm. Um, everything he does is amplified. Everyone, the eyes were on him, yeah. and he did have a bit of a shocker in that game, and that's the problem. So you, you're forced, even someone like me, I think, well, I'm fair. I want to give me. I want to play him, but I'll be thinking. I want to win. If I bring Ramsdale in, he's been. He's, I know he's not very happy. He's been looking at his shoes for the last month. But I don't want to risk it. I ain't going to play him, and that's yeah. and that's the problem you've got. So he's kind of he has created a probably if we're being fair an unnecessary situation because he's definitely going to leave. Yeah. He's not going to sit on the bench. He's an England. He's England number two. So yeah, odd one, odd one. 
Can, can I, oh, sorry, to get yeah. my button in, it's just one other thing that I didn't like, though. I, I look, listening to both of you, I, I'm, I, you're both being very pragmatic, and I, I agree with everything you said, actually. But one thing that I didn't like is the game that he played, and then I think he was asked by the journal or whoever it was at the end in his interview about his performance, and he completely dismissed him. And I didn't like that. Because at the end of the day, Ramsdale is still yeah. an Arsenal player. He's still on the books. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. the way Arteta yeah. is normally, he backs all his players. So he could have just said, yeah, it was nah, a but I, performance. But I he, mean, he I, I think to, to be... To be fair, I think what he was trying to do was he was trying to deflect away from that situation about the goalkeeper. Yes, he wanted it to be about yep. the team, didn't he? That the team played well, he sort of said, didn't he? And he, he didn't want to get into the goalkeeping situation. You're Probably right. Because there's been so much noise about it. Yeah, agreed. Okay, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You right that, that is true. But when he was asked a similar question about Raya, he did kind of mention him from a, on, a, on a more... Yeah, you know, you're right. So if he wants to deflect away from it, why is it one rule for him and one? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not trying to criticize. Yeah. I, yeah. I think yeah. I know what he's no, trying no, to I, do. You're right. I think. Yeah, you're and, right. And it, you, Lee just mentioned about a, a young man's confidence. Well, that's going to destroy him. You know, he's, he, yeah. surely he's going to watch that interview and he's going to. I think he'd look. Look, just to, just to conclude on from my side, I think Ramsdale didn't help himself. I don't know what the situation was with that thing that went on. You know, one of those channels and his father was interviewed and all that. I, I, look, I don't know the background of it, but I think no, I if Ramsdale had any input on that, that was silly for him to do it. But I think more what, what one thing, another thing which he should never do was when he was interviewed by Wright in Wright. And he was almost admitting that he can't concentrate for 90 minutes. That is stupid. Yeah. Oh, no. You do yeah, not, yeah. Even yeah. if that's the case, guys, you do not admit yeah. that. It's like me no, no. being at work and then being interviewed by I don't know someone that's come to review the you know the of the company or something yeah. and they and I say to them yeah but do you know what to be honest my job's at nine to five but I only really work three hours of it and the four of us I can't be bothered I can't concentrate <laughs> what, yeah. what boss is going to yeah. send me my P four yeah. unbelievable yeah that was it, really yeah. stupid so he, on that on the other side of the coin he didn't yeah. help himself there to be fair no yeah. I think that showed his immaturity. I think that's his immaturity, isn't it, as a person as well? You yeah. know, and it's come out yeah. a few times. His dad doesn't help because his dad's an absolute clown, honestly. What what is his dad thinking of? I mean, not just on that particular podcast that he went on, which was ridiculous. In general, you know, so the stupid hats that he wears, it's all it's all about him. It's like, no, your son is a professional footballer playing for art. He's not playing for these little teams he's played for, but wearing a Bournemouth tracksuit and that one of his dad. It's like, what are you doing, mate? Honestly, your mm. son plays for Arsenal. You've got to be more classy than that. And don't give interviews about what how you feel about the manager while your son is still at the club. Afterwards, once he's left, right. do what you want. No one cares. But while you're yeah. at Arsenal, he's representing Arsenal, and so is so he, so are you as his father. You've got to be better yeah. than that. And that certainly yeah. has made the situation a whole lot worse. And I, now, to be yeah. honest with you, I, I must admit, I never thought Ramsdale was a good enough goalkeeper for a team that wants to win big trophies. I didn't think he was ever good enough. He was okay, did a decent enough job, but he, we needed better. Um, and he's a nice guy and everything like that. But I want him out of the club now because I just don't think he's the right fit for the club at all. I think he's too immature. I don't think his family's helping him and he needs to move on for himself as well so he can play at the Euros yeah, this summer. He, he wants to be getting yeah. the squad, then he? So, yeah, the whole thing was ridiculous, really. And but too much was made of it, really, because players get replaced all the time, don't they? Aubameyang yeah. got replaced yeah. in the team and no one was kicking yeah. up a fuss. What, what, what have no. we left Aubameyang out of the team for? 
Do you know what I mean? Let the manager, if, if you trust the manager, let the manager do his job. And if you don't yeah. trust the manager, then question all his decisions, not just one that you don't like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, let the manager run the team how he wants. And if it works right, it works right. Brilliant. If it doesn't, then the manager's going gonna to fall on the manager anyway. So, I don't know. Yeah. I thought that was all a lot of nonsense, I, really. But, you know, I, I, he hasn't I think that was a lot of it, Rich. I think that was a lot, of, as, as I mentioned, because we did do so well the, the season before. We didn't win it, but... We went close. We had a great season, and he was part of it. We did a lot of dark goals, though, didn't we? That Ramsdale yeah, was, I, I was part of. I, I was going to, yeah, I was going to say to that. So that that links to, to the point about he, he's he's admitting a weakness. We've all seen. We can see his board. You've seen him. You've seen him in the goal, wandering and yeah. wandering out out of the box. I mean that. I mean the Fulham goal. <laughs> he got caught didn't he, this season. He's yeah. miles out. It's almost like I'm bored. I want to be involved. You know, it's like he's a bit OCD, and I think just, you know. Not stay on your line. Obviously, wander to the edge of your box. Wander. I'm not going to tell him how to keep goal, but it just after fans are watching him, I can see. But what's what's he doing? I've seen him. People yeah. sitting next to me. He's kind of uh, you see, he's not fully concentrated. And uh, maybe I mean David Jones was famously like it when he for Liverpool, kind of mm. easily distracted. And you can't be easily distracted when you're a professional footballer. Definitely not when you're a goalkeeper. No, if you're a goalie, no. Say, Guess what? I get a bit get a bit bored, and I want to get involved. Well, we've. We've all said he wants to get involved in the game. And that's not a good quality as a goalkeeper. Again, I'm not a goalkeeper, but you've got to be boring. You've just got to keep goal. Do what Pat Jennings does. Just just keep shots out. You know, don't do it. Yeah. I mean, I know the game's changed, but uh, yeah, and he was a, he was badly at fault. And you could say, what, how much of that, you know, the Southampton, you know, the, the ball out that, that he gave away and a, a few other mistakes that I can't recall, but yeah. it's down to just poor concentration. Uh, some of it, some yeah. of it's down to obviously we play the goal. The keepers are, t- are, are taking chances, aren't they? I mean, Ray has done it a number. Then he got caught at home against C. You know, whether mm. whether they, someone plays the ball into them and then they 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 move the ball across their body. And I'm thinking, you haven't got ch- you haven't got time to move that no. ball from your left foot to your right foot because it was uh, it was a city uh, forward, it wasn't? Um, what's his name? I can't remember now. Um, not not the big Viking, the other one. Uh, Basically, just it was that close to taking the ball off Reyes' foot, and it's uh, mm-hmm. I, I suppose it's inherent in 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 the risk, it's the way they play now. But it does, yeah. does scare me to death, and you are going to get caught. But it's not. Uh, it can, it, I don't think there's there's a lot between them. Uh, they're both decent stops, uh, shot stoppers. Both a bit up. I'm seeing Ramsdale give City goals away from corners. I think Manu only got caught, didn't he? Kind of got fumbled it, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously the Luton goal with Reyes was like. Shocking, you can't get out jumps on the line. But if there's one team that's going to do, that's going to be Luton. But yeah, yeah. I mean, as Neil said, right when we started this com- convo, if he brought in an unbelievable goalkeeper, there'd have been no noise, and everyone would have said, Ah, get it. But he never he brought on someone pretty much of the level, and there, and there was a problem. But yeah, I think I agree with you, uh, Rich. I think get rid in, in, in January and just move on because he's not going yeah. to stay there. No, I, I definitely. I mean, um, we've got a few comments we're coming actually. John says there, Raya no better than Ramsdale, but Martin is better than both. Well, he is. I, I do think Raya is better I, I, I than Ramsdale. I think, I think Raya brings a more calmness to the defence. I think Ramsdale, because of his, maybe he was quite erratic. Yeah, right. He didn't help the defence be settled. The defence looks more settled with Raya. I'm not saying he's necessarily a better yeah. overall goalkeeper. He's calm. Yeah, he's calm. Yeah, he brings that more settled yeah. feeling to the defence. So I think he's got the yeah. edge there. And yeah, obviously Martinez is better than a pair of them. Um, but yeah, Martinez wanted to go. Um, so <laughs> yeah, he's relevant, really, isn't yeah. he? But he, he is better than both of them. Absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, and, and Martinez is the type of goalkeeper that 
as we've seen, he's won a World Cup. He basically won a World Cup almost on his own in that final, did that save he made at the end. Unbelievable. You know, he, he's yeah. a goalkeeper that will win you big trophies. Um, whether he's at the right club currently, time will tell. At, at Villa, are they yeah. able to go on and win big trophies? We're not sure. But if Martinez was in goal for us, you, you could say that, you know, he's at the right club to potentially win some yeah. big trophies. And we, we yeah. let him go because he didn't want to stay. But, I mean, we can't really talk about Martinez anymore because he's been gone yeah. a long time. And he's, you know, we yeah. know that's a fact. Absolutely. No one can argue well, with you. He's just a quick thing, that. Rich. Rich, just a quick thing. Maybe it's, again, he, he was a big personality, right? I know we know what happened with Obama, mm. Yang, and I wasn't bothered about that. Get, I was quite happy for him to do that. But maybe Arteta does have an issue with someone who's going to challenge him. You know what I mean? He's, he's a young manager. And I would imagine Martinez would have challenged him. So that could have been the problem. The net result is we've, we've lost, uh, as you said, the, the better goalkeeper of, of the three. Oh, I think you're right, Lee, Lee, about the personality thing. I think I think you're right. Yeah. And, I, and I just want to quickly finish by saying, I know Rich got more to say with the, with, with the, the chat. So sorry to interrupt again. But actually, no. having said all of that, the last two games I've seen Raya out, including yesterday's, I know we, lost, we conceded two goals. But I think he's, I'm now starting to warm to him. Yeah. I did now. Yeah, for me, same. for me, now I'm seeing for the first time the calmness and the authority yeah. in the air when he's claiming the balls. I, I, yeah. I, I have to say yeah, the last same. two games... I've, I'm more comfortable with Raya now. So, yeah. There you yeah. Go. No, no, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I, agree. I, I, I agree. like Raya. It was never Raya's fault all of this anyway. He was bought into the club and right. he was put in a team and he's, he's there to do his job. And he, he, overall, yes, yeah. he's made some mistakes. Of course he has. You show me a goalkeeper yeah. that doesn't make mistakes and you, you won't right. find one. Yeah. And I agree. Right. He's settling in now better. And the last few games, you can see, yeah, you're right, Neil. That calmness is coming across now. And it, the whole defence looks, I know, apart from one player playing left back that's, Terrible, but other than that, the defense is looking a lot more settled <laughs> yeah. now. Ray is, is in goal, and you can see how he's settled in. Yeah. He understands the players more, he understands Definitely. the style of football and everything else. And I think that he's going to prove to be a good goalkeeper for us, you know. Whether yeah. he'll be, you know, um, John mentioned about will a world class goalkeeper go, yes, and will Ray prove to be a world class goalkeeper? Probably not, no, but I, I think he's a decent goalkeeper, and I think he'll prove to be mm. a, a good signing. Will it is it enough? Yeah. We could say that about several signings that we've made in the last couple of years, really, let's be honest. And yeah. we signed world-class players, probably not. We signed good players, solid players, that are, you know, um, very talented players. But, you know, that's maybe where we are with that. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I, overall then, you know, going back to the Champions League, I mean, yes, the, the Champions League was has gone well this year. Probably the best mm. competition out of all of them that we've been in overall, I'd say, for consistency. Yeah. That one defeat, yes, that was a poor game to lose, especially as we were winning one there as well. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, the Champions League's gone as, as well as we could have hoped, really. Um, it was a comment I saw before um, uh, from Patrick says, Why is my name showing green? What's happened is um, there were some uh, memberships to the channel that have been gifted and you got selected by YouTube, selected you as a member. Ooh. It's only like for a month, you've been given a membership, which you can renew if you want or not, it's up to you. But you've been given a free membership for a month. So that's why you've gone green at the moment. There's a few people got them. There was a few, I think it was 10 or 15 were gifted over the last few weeks. So you were lucky and you got one. So there you go. So that's why you're green for the time being anyway. So <laughs> good to have you on board with us as a member temporarily. I'll say you might want to stay with us. Why not? Um, so that, that's just, wanted just to clear it up so you're aware of exactly what's happening um, with that. Um, and uh, Pat Roo says, I support Ramsdale, Turner, then Raya, in my opinion. Well, I mean, you know, I don't think Matt Turner's done himself any favours at Nottingham Forest, to be fair. And I, I, you know, yeah. but he's gone now anyway, isn't he? We actually sold him, so um, he won't be coming back, will he? Um, 
Uh, Geordie says, uh, who you guys got this weekend? We've got Fulham on Sunday away, so not an easy game, mm. but it's a game that, no. as Arsenal, we should be looking at winning, but, you know, we'll maybe have a yeah. quick look, look at that at the end. But, yeah, um, Geordie says, that was a disappointing result for you guys. Against me. Well, yes, it was very disappointing, my friend. It was very disappointing. Staying <laughs> <laughs> the obvious there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, John says, yeah, Lee, I don't think I'll take can handle Lee goes, I agree 100%. No, I've said this. Yeah, I said yeah. this two years ago, two or three years ago. So, no, yeah. I agree with that. He can't. Uh, that's why he's got, he's got a lot of young, um, impressionable players, I call them. And they're all very similar in personality-wise. And they'll do what they're yeah. told. They won't question anything and because they want to yeah. play. And, you know, when players are coming in and thinking, oh, you know, this role doesn't suit me. Not sure about that. No. Yeah, maybe questioning the manual, asking him the question. Um, yeah, we know what happened to them. They, they don't last yeah. five minutes, do they? And they and no, they go. You, and that's you, it. Should, you, sh you should be out of question it. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll be Robson in Italian, aren't you? Right? The players turn around and said, "Right, let's, mm. we need to play with uh, play with a sweeper." And mm. sometimes you kind of have to go with with uh, with, with players fault. So it's a bit of worrying. Players know that also, Craig. Players yeah, they're out on the pitch. Than... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're there, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so anyway, so the Champions League went well, didn't it? I suppose it has done so far. Still, still got a lot of work to do. Um, so I suppose nice really, draw, then, Rich. nice draw. Yeah, it is a nice draw, and I'm, you know, I'm not sure we've got a chance of going through. And let, let's let's see yeah. where where we are when that game comes around, sort of February March time, and hopefully we'll be in a better place than we currently are in terms yeah. of form and injuries and stuff, and we can deal with yeah. them and get through. And um, who knows? Um, obviously, the majority of the year, as always, is taken up with the domestic league, the Premier League, and of course, this time last year, we were all sitting here thinking, "Oh, hang on a minute, you know, we're top of the league, we're flying. This 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 is going well." Um, and now we're here a year later, having not won the league, and in a position now where, again, I'm feeling that we're probably not going to win the league again. Now, some people might be happy with the fact that we've put in a little bit more of a challenge this year than we have done for a long time, and we're currently putting in a challenge as well. We're only two points off the top at the halfway point, you know. Things could be better, but they could certainly be a lot worse. I mean, I say eight defeats, though, in the 12 months. In the 41 Premier League games that we played, obviously one more to come. Um, should we lose that? That would be nine defeats in, in a year. And that's far too many. I mean, Neil, what have you made of that? Because obviously we started the year really well. We had a, a couple of little setbacks, didn't we? Losing to Man City and losing to Everton. And then we went on a good run. And then when it mattered, April time, we started falling away, making silly mistakes, crumbling. And obviously we know what happened at the end. Brighton at home, Forest away, all that stuff. And then... This season, we've looked for a long time. We look a lot more solid without being exciting. And mm. now, one win in five games. We've lost three of our last twelve league games. We've kind of fallen away a little bit. How would you assess it overall? Though, do you think there's been progress in the Premier League this year, or do you think it's maybe been stagnated a little bit? So, um, just to just to recap the end of uh, the last season, I I know I know you guys may may or may not disagree with, agree with me but I, I feel a massive turning point was that Europa League game that we went out to in, on penalties where we lost to Riva and Tomiyasu I thought yeah, yeah. I think that actually had a major impact you know you put those statistics about the goals conceded and whatnot and I agree with you we, for, you can't be for last season as, as well as we done you cannot be winning a league by conceding that many goals it doesn't matter how many you score you, you, yeah. Teams do not win the league by conceding that many goals, so that's fine. And, and, and the table proved it at the end, so that that's fair enough. But I do feel we lost stability. I know we get, became a little bit predictable, pretty much like yesterday's game. Um, hmm. We did become a bit predictable, so I'm not going to deny that or say anything against that. 
But I do feel we lost balance and stability by losing Saliba and Tomiyasu. Because I, I felt that a player like, if I talk about Partey just for a second, I think Partey, when he's fit and he's on song, he's one of the best midfielders in this league, I think. That's my mm. personal opinion. But he, does, but he does kind of need that support behind him. And when he had Gabriel and Saliba behind him, I thought he was at his optimal. It's just, it's just my mm. opinion. That's the way I yeah, saw it. Right. To lose Saliba, to lose such a massive proponent mm. of what we were and to have then have Rob Holding. I, I've always been respectful of Rob Holding, but bless him, that's a massive drop. That's a massive drop. Yeah. And, I, and, I, yeah. and I felt that that's, yes, there was that predictability issue, but I felt that that was also a major part of us then falling by the wayside. Um, I mm. think there was a couple of games where we probably should have won and we didn't. And then the, obviously those two draws, you know, being 2-0 mm. up against Liverpool and West Ham, being complete and utter control and then letting it go. Yeah. Things like that, that. For me, that was all about not having that solid stability at the back. And look, it's proven to be the case. We lost to Man City three times last season. And mm. we didn't have, I think we didn't have Saliba for, what, two or three of those? Um, at least for two of them, I think it was. This mm. season, mm. we started with the Community Shield. We had Saliba. And we beat them. All right. I know it was a last minute gasp goal by Trossard. Then we won on penalties. And it's you can't really judge anything by the uh, community shield or the charity shield, whatever it's called. But but fine. It's still a nice win over them because we mm. haven't we, we we haven't been very successful against Man City. And then look what happened uh, this current season where we didn't we didn't concede one. Man City are a goal machine. I mean, and they didn't they didn't we didn't they didn't score against us. And we managed mm. to get a win. And that for me was a massive statement of intent. So I, I feel, if I compare the two, going forward and our attacking was a lot more, was more dynamic. It was massively, it was more exciting to watch. We were scoring some lovely goals. Yeah. We had some yeah. lovely pieces of movement and all of that. This season, I think where we were lacking defensively last season, we've improved on that, but maybe mm. fallen on the wayside on the forward part. Um, so mm. we've kind of got a, a, a almost like an, a mirror image of last season, the way mm. we started, and yeah, also yeah. I, I felt I felt the difference as well. We, 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 we can we can compare that to actually, actually up to Christmas because both seasons we've been top. So we take the two, the first mm. starts of both seasons, we were so much more dynamic and 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 you know uh, pretty to watch if you like going forward. This season, mm. I didn't find that. I thought we were more like mm. stuttering. It's sort of like starting the car in the cold morning and it's, yeah. it's stuttering. It gets there in the end. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not clean, yeah. and, and that's how I saw it. And but yeah, 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 even having said all that, because we were defensively, I think more in control and more dominant defensively, we still managed to be top. Not mm. by scoring loads and loads of goals, but I think cleaning up our act a little bit defensively. Now that, of course, has mm. all gone out the window because of the two, the two goals that we conceded yesterday could have been three. But I, I still feel overall that's been the difference between the two. As as to, as to how I think it's been going, I don't. I'll be honest with you, you, you guys. I don't mind the way it's gone this season because I felt we peaked too early last season. You know me; I was so excited. I was yeah. saying that we're going to win the league right from the start, Same. and I still I believed it. Same. I believed. I, yeah. I, did, I did believe it, even until it was mathematically impossible. I mean, I'm, I was just going to keep 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 my belief and my faith. Maybe I'm deluded. I don't know, but I, I like to be like that. I like to think we're just going to win everything. So uh, that's just mm. me, but. But I feel that mm. I actually prefer, although we have not been as pretty to watch, I prefer this because I feel that we're not peaking and the focus isn't so much on us. I know the media like to put it on us, 
But for us, mm. I've always found, Rich, I don't know if you remember Lee as well, you know, we, we both come from uh, ages gone by where I've always felt that we play better when we're underdogs. When the folks, mm-hmm. when we're, we're all favourites, we seem to collapse. But when we're actually yeah. underdogs, I feel yeah. that we perform better. Now, I'm not saying that that's how it's going to go the second half of the season. I, I don't know. Time will tell. But I've, I prefer the fact that we're kind of there, but not quite there yet. Yeah. I'd rather peak towards the business end of the season, which is the last, what, two and a half months, oh, last 10 yeah. weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And you, you were saying it, Rich, you were oh, saying yeah. from the start. I said, I will judge it, Neil, in the last 10 weeks of the season. And you proved to be right. Yeah. So I think I think I prefer this way. Um, but we've got to overcome the the, 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 the instability of the <laughs> last few games. games. Yeah. So. I mean, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. And for me, the reason why I say it is because the pressure is a lot greater in March and April and May than it is in September, October and November. There's so much more pressure on the games because of you're at the end of the season where you can't afford to drop too many points because if you do, you're going to probably not win the league. So, and that, that's where you learn about your team. Now, you, you may well be right this season. I agree. We haven't peaked yet. Absolutely not. Well, I, we may have done. But I hope we haven't because <laughs> if we have, we're in trouble <laughs> if we've peaked already. Um, <laughs> but you, you're absolutely right what you said, Neil, about tightening up at the back. And we've definitely done that. And it has taken something away from our attacking play. There's no question about that. And this is mm-hmm. where an actual proper striker comes in handy because it's all very well getting these goals from all over the pitch. When, when you're playing well attacking-wise, but when you're not, when, you, when you're looking to be more defensively solid, you're going to have to rely on a goal scorer to get you goals when you need them. Like last night with one example, the Aston Villa game, another example, Newcastle away, another example. You don't play well, you may be defensively okay, but you need a goal. And we don't have... That's where the striker is. That's where we're... This, where this whole new solid defensive kind of um, setup, if you like, of the team, generally... Um, is falling down because we don't have that striker. So, you know, we remember in the Ian Wright days under George Graham, you know, we knew he wasn't going to concede a goal and it didn't matter yeah. because Ian Wright would pop one in. We'll scramble a goal. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. he would. Whatever happened, you could almost say, well, Ian Wright's going to score. So it doesn't matter. We won't yeah. concede and Ian Wright will get us a goal. 1-0 to the Arsenal, right? Yeah. And now this season, it's like, yeah, we may not concede too many. We're still conceding a few silly goals. But overall, we're not conceding yeah. as many, but we don't have that goal scorer. So you, you look at it and you think, well, where's the goal going to come from? We may not concede too many, but if we concede mm. one, we've got to somehow find a way to score two. And that's where the, the problems have been in these in certain yeah. like last night, Villa, Newcastle. We concede one and we haven't got the player that's it's, we're good if we're one nil up or we're two nil up. We're fine. But if we're not we're chasing, that's we're not. When we yeah. yeah. I, and, I, I you don't know, know about that, you, Lee, but when I was, when I was at the, general, the, the guy that I was sitting next to, um uh, I, I said to him. It's two nil. I can't even forget a draw because I can't even see us getting the first goal. I, I don't know where no, it's coming from. No, no. It's just no, the way we no were playing. Chance. Just had no. There was nothing yeah. to, to demonstrate that we're going to get a goal. And, and you're right. We don't have that player anymore to come on. Even when we, you know, when sometimes a team is playing bad, but you know that you've got that one player that can produce that one piece of magic in one moment that can turn a game mm-hmm. around. I don't. I'm not quite sure who that is in our team but to it, do that. Yeah, it, so. It, it was it was Trossard, wasn't it? I mean, for when he first came, the first few months we had him, we were all we were all calling for Trossard for twenty minutes to go because he generally he sparked, he got the ball and he just turned and he was just direct, he just run uh, straight mm. down the centre. But uh, yeah, I mean, for, for me, uh, the biggest difference between the two seasons, this uh, this and last, is is the, the speed we're moving the ball. We're just not moving the ball as quick. It's just a little bit more, just a bit slower. And there were games doing it last night. You're thinking, come on, get moving. Whereas last year. Uh, it was fresh, it was fast, and we kind of went for it. 
But I suppose naturally, teams, these managers, it's not too difficult to, to work it out. You start doubling up on Sacra and Martinelli and you choke us. You're choking us off. And I, I've even got to the point, I said to a friend of mine against Liverpool, just maybe just put Martinelli and, and Saka on their natural feet. You know, move Saka to the left, Martinelli to the right. Try it for exactly. 20 minutes. Get across, yeah. get across it. I mean, don't, I'm, don't, I won't think for a minute we'll actually have someone in the six-yard box to get on the end of a cross because, as we know, it'll just sell past like it has been doing. But maybe if they start to do to start to do that, then maybe Jesus will start gambling and, and getting in there. But uh, so I just think a we've kind of been worked out a little bit. B, as you said, Neil, we are we are uh, same as you, Rich. We are more solid at the back. Ray has brought a calmness. Uh, Gabriel, I mean, everyone raves about Saliba because he's like a he's a he's a Rolls Royce and he's got that he's tough. He's got the Ferdinand kind of classy movement about him, so he's eye catching. Whereas for me, Gabriel, he's eight out of ten week in week out. I was thinking before we come on, like, when was the last time I, I, I see him make a real bad boo I can't remember, but I really can't. He's been so consistent for us, but. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, he's he's been unbelievable. I mean, we were thinking about Player of the Year, and I, I went to the obvious. We'll come to that, Rich. The obvious like, Saka straight away. I was thinking, well, who has been? So, everyone, again, everyone's attention goes to Saliba because he's so eye-catching. But Gabriel just quietly, he's he's like a, a bit more of an old-fashioned centre and a half for me. He's just no nonsense. Yeah, gets, gets is, the ball, yeah. And, yeah. and 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 he's brilliant. But but yeah. Uh, so in terms of of, of, of progressing, I mean. I saw slightly different, different from Rich. I mean, for me, well, we grew up rich in the late seventies and the eighties, where Arsenal were always seventh. We were always sixth or seventh, right? There was always yeah. whether it's Liverpool, Man United, Ipswich, even Southampton were above us for years. So, I still the novelty of challenging for me, being up there in with a shout, and I'm like Neil, I get really excited, and I'm and as, as Rich knows, <laughs> I, I was getting really excited last year. You know, when we beat Bournemouth in the last minute, I was like, I was leaving Amazing. tears in my eyes, walking. Walking down, I was buzzing. I was thinking, I have not felt like this for such a long time. It was a bit like, uh, you know, Rich, we, you know, between 79 and, say, 87, we were never a league team. And suddenly, 87, we're thinking, 87, 88, we're top. We've we, we got a chance here. And then, obviously, yeah, yeah. we fell away in 88. And then 89, we're back up. And it was the best thing ever, just to stay in the race. So, I'm buzzing off. And I was talking to a chap tonight, Fred, or go, go, who turns up. Meets in the pub with a few of us. He's been, he's about 67. So he's been going about 12 years longer than me in the 70s. And he, I said, How do you feel, Fred? He just said, I just love being involved. I love yeah. being uh, in the race. Right. I said, Do you think we've, we've, have we fallen away? Are we good? No, I, said, I just, I don't care. I want to win it. His attitude was, but being up, being top or second, and in with a shout into the new year, that's what we all want. All the other clubs are looking at us thinking, you know, and we are getting a lot more. Uh, there's more expectation on Arsenal because we have had a good season last year and we're still up there this season. But I'm just hoping, and again, I'm going like Neil, I'm, I'm an optimist. Those, these players are a year older, uh, a year wiser, hopefully, and we have tightened up at the back and leagues generally are, are won more from what the defence are doing than what the strikers are doing. We've fallen away badly up front, maybe because we've been worked out, maybe... Yeah, they're playing week in, week out, these players as well. So maybe there's a little bit of fatigue. I don't know. Saka's certainly not been at it um, as much as last year, even though, yeah, yeah, overall, he has been good. But it's just now we need that option. Now is the time before we get into Ivan Tony. But we do need that other option for someone else because uh, for the defence to worry about. Because 
David uh, Moyes last night would have just said, look, we don't have to really worry about what's going on in the middle. We'll, we'll just cover the wingers and they'll just turn back inside. And as Rich said, they'll give it to Odegaard and they'll wait for the Ben White uh, overlap. Uh, and then they'll still stop and start and go backwards and forwards and the cross won't come in. So we're easy to read. But with a, a striker to worry about, that's a, a disruptor. So that's suddenly they've got another headache. And then Martinelli and Saka, to be fair to them, they'll have a bit more space and time because we, we just expect them, those two, to do to make to make it happen for us. And, mm. you know, they're both young lads. And I just think they're probably running out of gas to a certain extent, right? But yeah. so we just we do need that spark. And we are... We are right up there. We're second, couple of points off. So we get that striker. I've got every reason to be positive. I mean, negatives is is and I, and I like uh, Zinnig. I just think last. I mean, it wasn't just him to be fair last night. We were struggling to make a two-yard pass. Some of the passes. Now we were yeah. passing. I think mean, Ben White. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and the, how many times did the ball go out of play last night? It was just it was shocking. Yeah. So I mean, I'm again being an optimist. I'm not going to say oh there's a there's a pattern here where it's going to go south. I'm thinking, no, that's one game. That was an absolute shocker. And I've got an, another uh, an, another idea for a show for you, Rich. When I was thinking, yeah, number of games games that have left you with scarring over the years. The little <laughs> scarers, you know? You know well, that would be a long show. So, yeah, that would be a... <laughs> uh, not so much last night. It was pretty terrible, but... Um, but yeah, it was pretty, pretty, pretty. I'm just glad it didn't happen on Boxing Day to, to kind of ruin the Christmas get together. But overall, uh, I wouldn't say we 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 progressed. We've maintained a level, right, in two seasons, which we did at 87, 88, and 88, 89. We had a good ending. So again, maybe we're older, we're wiser, we're more experienced, and maybe that, that finishing touch, that's that striker coming in January, can get us over the line. I think we've got problems at left back. Obviously, now we don't have Kieran Tierney and Zinni. I don't know what's going on, but with him, I just think he's uh, he's his confidence. I'm not sure, shot to pieces. So, and we've obviously got a few injury worries. But can um, I I just add to that, Lee? So I'll just add to what you just said. Um, And I I think again, absolutely agree with everything you said. Um, The other difference, I believe, and I'm sure everyone, and maybe I'm stepping ahead of the podcast, which is sorry, but also the the other difference is Declan Rice. I, th- yeah. I think he's been he's been a magnificent oh, yeah. acquisition, yeah. Um, yeah. and he's, yeah. he's added that stability for sure. Um, yeah. I, I don't think he's done much wrong apart from obviously conceding the penalty no. late yesterday. But you know, I, I think he's been an absolute blinding signing, right. and yeah. it's, it's, it, you know, you know, it's a good signing when you and, and it's a big money signing, and none of us talking about the costs, so you know that no. that's um, he's yeah. he's it, for me he's he's been yeah. close to perfection. He's, he's everything yeah. he does. And he's a proper leader. He reminds, you know, Rich, also Lee, I grew up in that era as well, you know, when we were literally just a mid-table team in the 80s. And it was, you know, yeah. you know, I don't know if you remember the old, I've said it to Rich so many times when um, you used to watch uh, BBC Sports, uh, what was it, the, the grandstand, that's it. And they'd yeah. show the table at the end of, after, you know, kickoffs, you know, like the full time. And you'd never see Arsenal because they didn't have, no. they didn't have the, the money, they didn't have the budget to show the whole table. <laughs> they'd only yeah, show the yeah, top yeah. half and the yeah. bottom. And you yeah, never see yeah. Arsenal. And I used to, I saw my brother. So where are we? What what position are we? I don't even know because we never, <laughs> yeah. saw, never saw. We had to look at the papers the next day. It was so funny. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I I um, I I think Rice is big. And also, you, you know, you mentioned a really good point about Gabriel and Saliba. You're right. I think Gabriel's more of an unsung hero to to, yeah. to Saliba. You know who reminds yeah. that partnership reminds me of? It reminds me very much of Emmanuel Petit and Vieira because Vieira and Petit, when they were playing together. 
They were an outstanding midfield. Yeah. They completely changed the ball yeah. ball game. Even if, from Wenger mm. bringing them in, it was unbelievable to watch. And yeah. I felt that Vieira got better with time, but he wasn't brilliant straight away. What made him good nice. initially, I think, was Petit doing all of that stuff yeah. where he... Because it was Vieira getting all the all attention. The he was very much like yeah. Saliba, if you like. But yeah. Petit was That's doing so much behind the scenes. He was always... They were always like mopping each other's mm. mistakes up. And yeah. I, it really reminds me of that partnership, those those two. So, yeah, yeah good point there, Lee. Yeah, definitely. good point. Yeah. You know, you're right, actually. I mean, Gabriel isn't really spoken about because... Every time our defence is mentioned, William Saliba is the first one that people mentioned. He, he was injured yeah. last season. It cost us, um, you know, and that's all people focus on. But you're absolutely right. Gabriel plays every single game. He's, he's the one, whatever yeah. competition it is, he's, he's not one that's ever rested and rotated, even in no. the Carabao Cup and even in the Champions yeah. League group games when it's all decided. He's the one that plays every game, isn't he, Gabriel? And, um, and you're right, he's got that old-style defender about him, hasn't he? He'll defend yeah. at all costs. You know what I mean? He, and yeah, you know, uncompromising. I mean, yeah, I mean, he has made mistakes in the past, and I think he was a bit younger, and he, he's he's matured. He's another player that yeah. showed maturity. You know, we spoke before about yeah. a certain player that maybe hadn't shown maturity, but Gabriel has done, hasn't he? Over the last year or so, in particular, he has cut out their mistakes. He is a lot more. Focused. Yeah, he has. You can see that he's really grown um, into that role in the team now, and he in. You, you, you're right, actually. That's a good comparison, actually. I've never really thought because obviously being it's, midfield players and they're defenders, but you're kind of right. They complement each other so well, don't they? Perfect, you know, yeah. whether yeah. It's, it's a left footer and a right footer as well. I kind of like that in a in a like Vieira and Petit were as well, wasn't they? So that yeah. kind of worked there. And yeah, I think you're right. Actually, yeah. I mean that's a that's a pretty good comparison. I've never thought of that before, but the more I think about yeah. it now, I think you're right. That they do. Rich, it's a it's a tough fist in a silk glove. That's what it is. There's yeah, another exactly, one. Yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, it is. yeah. It's the same as Vieira and Petit. Although both first get rid of the cat, think about Vieira and, and Petit were equally tough. Vieira could do both. He was tough and classy. Uh, so, yeah. Well, I think Saliba and, and Gabriel can, because Saliba is, is, is yeah. tough as well, isn't he? He's, he's, he's a strong yeah. oh, guy, God, isn't yeah. he? You yeah. can't push him off yeah. the ball. You don't get round him. No, and not. although he's no. a little bit more cultured on the ball, I mean, Gabriel's not the best with the ball at his feet, let's be honest. No. You know, he's not the, no. the most cultured footballer, whereas Saliba is. But, yeah, they yeah. absolutely complement each other. They're perfect. They're almost a perfect yeah. defensive partnership, aren't they? I think maybe yeah. just in the air sometimes, you know, we've conceded a few goals from crosses into the box. They're maybe not, either of them aren't quite as... I'd prefer one of them to be more dominant in the air and attack that yeah. ball more and win yeah. my head like up. Like last night. Last night. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see one of them yeah. do that. More. Yeah. One of them needs to maybe take a little bit more responsibility there. But other than that, they're absolutely, you're absolutely right. It, it yeah. probably is the best central defensive partnership in the Premier League. Right. Now, it's yeah. developed into that, hasn't it? And you're right. Yeah. You, you win trophies from being solid defensively. Absolutely, you do. you do. And you don't win the league by conceding 45 goals whatever we conceded last season. No, Charles. Exactly. And this season, we're exactly. going to concede... This season, we're probably going to concede the right number of goals to be considered to be champions. It's just, are we yeah. going to score enough goals at the other end at the crucial moments to yeah. get enough points to win those Can't we just combine last season and this season and we'll be champions? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's that balance that's right, isn't it? If you get that balance right, yeah. you're Man City. That's you're, what you're, you're laughing. Rich, we're how, not Man City, have got, we? Rich, have you got the stats? How many goals we conceded so far? What's the projection? So we're, we're on about, what, we're on 18 games, aren't we? Um, How many this goals season we played nine. Let me look actually. So this season 19. in the Premier League, where are we? Um, we conceded yeah. something like twelve or thirteen or something, isn't it? It's not many. Uh, I think it's thirteen because we conceded two last night. So 
We certainly, yeah. I mean, us, I think Liverpool now have got the best defensive record. Us and Liverpool were equal going into Boxing Day yeah. games. Yeah. But obviously, we right. conceded two and Liverpool only, uh, did Liverpool play Boxing Day? They, I know they won. They didn't concede any, did they? So, Liverpool have got a better record. But I think we've conceded 13 in 19 yeah. games, which is really, which is good. It's enough. That's, yeah. if we continue that, that's what, 26 goals for a season conceded, yeah. which well, is we're, we're, up there with the best we've ever done. Yeah, which is fantastic. I mean, what was it, 18, I think, 1991, you know, when we, I think we lost yeah, I mean, one game at Chelsea, didn't we? We, we were unbelievable. That is, that is standard. The Invincibles let in 26. That. The Invincibles let in 26. Yeah. So we'd be on par with, with the Invincibles yeah. if we kept this yeah. up, again, whether we will or not, because the pressure's more in the second yeah. half of the season. Look at the away games we've still got to play. You know, we've had most yeah. of the more difficult teams at home. We've got... Obviously, we've been to Anfield now. We still got to go Old Trafford. We've got to go to the Etihad. We've got to go to Tottenham. You know, we, we've yeah. got uh, uh, we've got to go to Brighton, which are, yeah. it's a difficult away game now. Amazing. So you know, we've got yeah. yeah, we've got some tough games. But anyway, you you, you play who you have to play. We have played everybody once, so you, we've got to play the same yeah. teams again. I suppose so. The potential yeah. can. But no, you're right. We just need to sort out that getting that balance right between being solid defensively and getting the goals at the... It's not so much scoring goals. I don't think, you know, we can score five against Sheffield United. We can score four against Brentford or Brighton or Bournemouth, whatever it is. But in those games like last night, when, you, when you're losing 1-0, you need a goal. That's that's what yeah. worries me still about yeah. this team at this moment in time, going forward into the second half yeah. of the season. But, we'll have to see. Yeah. but overall, yeah. I just feel overall, <laughs> in 2023, I just feel as though in the Premier League, we haven't really progressed in total for where, you know, this time last year... You know, I think we all thought we had a great chance. Of course, we had a great chance of winning the league. The position that we were in, 50 points at the halfway stage. I mean, well, um, and, and that didn't happen. And this season, we've we've looked more solid, but we've mm. still got issues that aren't, to me, I, I don't, I can't sit here now and be confident to say that I feel as though when the pressure's on in April time, again, like it was last year, I still don't yeah. see enough to, that shows me that we've um, fixed those problems yeah. enough. To be able to say, well, Man City are going to go on a run. They're bound to. They've been terrible. They're bound mm. to go on a run. Liverpool look a lot more yeah. solid this season. They're not going to lose too yeah. many. They've lost one game in the league. That's it. They're not going to lose too many, probably. Yeah. So we're going to have to, when it gets to April, we're going to have to win most of those games. And it's what it just worries me still that those issues that we suffered last season, defensively, we've sorted them out. But overall, the mentality of those games, yeah. can we deal well, with that? I thought I was yeah, positive after we played Liverpool because I thought we showed a decent mentality at Liverpool. Yeah, but yeah, we did. We're not, and then we fall into the West Ham game straight after, and yeah. it goes out the window. That that kind of worries yeah. me that when the pressure's on, you've got yeah. to do that three, four, five, six games yeah, in a row. Yeah, you're, you you're, you're right, Rich. You're, you're right, right? Because basically, despite me, me and Neil, we're not, you can't help who you are. Right? We're both optimists, and we're both we want it to go well, but you can't really argue because when you're saying. We got these difficult away games, and are we going to crack the game? Well, me and Neil can say, "Well, I, I hope we don't. Hope we'll be mm. all right." But we—I think I mentioned on the last podcast, Rich—we still haven't had that standout away performance, have no. we? Well, we've gone away no. like Old Trafford in '98, and we beat Man United away or Liverpool away. Uh, we beat Spurs, but I'm not really classing Spurs. I mean, I'm no. talking about the Northern <laughs> grounds, the tough Liverpool, Man United <laughs> yeah. away. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. We're still waiting two seasons. We're still waiting for that standout. That real Arsenal performance where we go away, we're gritty, we nick it 1-0 or 2-1. That's the sign. That's when you start thinking we're going to win the league. And as much as I left that stadium against Bournemouth for Tiramai, thinking we're going to do it, we're going to do it. It was Bournemouth <laughs> at home and, and we were 2-0 yeah. down. Right. So, you know, fair play, tick. But until we start doing those kind of uh, 
Yeah, those Away performances you remember for you remember for 20, 30 years, right? Then we ain't winning the league, are we? Unless we do that. So you're me and Neil can be as optimistic as you like, Rich, but you've got the facts at the moment in your favour saying we're still waiting. The, the only, the only positive thing. though is I know you're we right. Did, I hope you're we, right. We, but guys, we do have. I think we might have some key players returning from injury potentially. I mean, I yeah, don't know what do. the situation of his party. You know, Timber might come back earlier than everyone expected. I, yeah. I, I, for me, I'd love that, but I don't want him to be rushed back and then he, you know, he has another no, relapse. No. That, that's that's no, what we don't no. want. So okay. I'm sure they'll manage him properly. But that's another good, good, you know, advantage. Tommy Asu might be back. You know, if if we can get these some of these key players back in, we can start rotating without dropping levels yeah. too much, maybe. The other thing is, yeah. you're right about City. City tend to always do better in the second half of the season. That so that's not a good thing. Plus, they've got players no. like De Bruyne coming back, which is a not another another negative for us. But you know, we can yeah. only do what we can do. You know, we, we you know everyone. Yeah. We can't look at other teams and worry about what they're doing. No. We can only do what we can do. And 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 again, Lee, yeah. you're right. We we need to go and make a statement away. A, a big club. Yeah. You know. All right. Yeah. We don't. We 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 crossed one hurdle this season by beating Man City yeah. finally. Uh, and then obviously we had a good performance. We actually, to be honest, even last season it was one of the best performances against Liverpool until yeah. that Xhaka and uh, Trent uh, debacle, and then it yeah. all the crowd, you know, it, you know, it it the crowd. So <laughs> yeah, I, the thing that's, that's, is, we, we we've, got to, we've got to be able to deal with those situations. We do, we? we do, we do. I'm not making an excuse for that. We and that's really. the issue, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I wasn't making an excuse. I'm just saying up to that point we were we were in control. I thought it was one of the best performances at Anfield for a long time that I'd seen up to yeah, that point. Was, yeah. And, and yeah. you know, we've done all right this season, but I'd like to, you're right, Lee, I'd like to go to even at the Etihad and get a win. That would be amazing. That, how yeah, amazing would that be? It would be just yeah, brilliant yeah. to see. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. The belief, the belief from that would, would, would be would be incredible. And so I we're mean, halfway there. You, we've got... you, you see things like the other week, Crystal Palace were 2-0 down at Man City, came back and got a 2-2 draw. I can't see us ever doing that. And that's Crystal Palace. Tottenham were, were behind it. Yeah, yeah. They got a three-all draw there the other week. Um, you know, and I can't... I want to believe that we can go to the Etihad when we play them away. And if we go 1-0 mm. down or even 2-0 down, that we can still come back. But I just don't see yeah. that in this team. I just don't see it. The mentality. Yet, Brentford, Brentford won their last season, you know, when, you know, OK, mm. it was in the first half of the season when Man City aren't as strong, but they went there and won. You know, Crystal Palace mm. have got results at the Etihad quite a few times. Tottenham get one every year near enough at the Etihad. They always seem to put yeah. it out of the bag, you know. And then you get yeah. teams like go to Old Trafford. Bournemouth went to Old Trafford and won 3-0. There's absolutely no chance we're going to Old Trafford and winning 3-0, no matter how bad Man United are. We, we just won't happen. We just don't do that. We do not do that, no matter how well we're playing and how crap they're playing. But we, we can't do train him, I believe. You know what I mean? It just doesn't happen, does it? And you're right. If we could do that, if we go to Old Trafford and do that, if we go to the Etihad and pull out a result, then I would end. That's obviously. Then you think, right? Okay, that's the difference. That is the difference yeah. there, and that might that be at the end of the yeah. season. We'll see that. But until we do that, I'm going to still believe that as 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 well as as good a team as we are, and as 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 well as we can play, I still don't believe we've got enough about us to win the league based on yeah, exactly that it. point. Until we show that mm. we have changed that, yeah. because this has been going yeah. on for years. It's not just now and last year, the year before. When was it? We've won. I think we've won. Finger. We yeah. haven't won away at the Etihad since 2015. We haven't won away at Anfield since 2012. We've won once away at Tottenham since 24. Twice away at Tottenham since 2011 yeah. or something. You know, we just. 
they, these are the games Old Trafford we've won once at since 2006. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. this isn't a new thing. This goes on year after no. year after year after year. And we need yeah. to. We, you're right. We need to put that right. We need to put some statement away yeah. away with out there and say, you know, you look at you look at the 89 team. You know, we went to Anfield and won. 91, we went to Anfield and won. You know, yeah. we we yeah. got those results on a regular basis, and yeah. that's why we. Yeah, it's no coincidence, is it? No coincidence. No coincidence. Really win the league. We, yeah, exactly. Because it, it just sends out a statement and just and it gives the team belief. Uh, yeah, that you're going to go over the line. Yeah. I mean, you look at you know, I'm just looking at our last recent away results, right? We lost at West Ham in the Cup, Carabao Cup. We lost at Newcastle. We beat Brentford with a last gasp goal in the last minute. That would have been a nil-nil draw. We beat Luton with a goal in a 98th minute, minute or whatever it was. You know, we were lucky to win that. That easy should have been a draw. You know, we lost at Aston Villa. We drew at Eindhoven and we drew at Liverpool. So our away form is terrible, really. You know, mm, we, we, yeah. we've got two, we've scraped two wins in the last minute against Luton and Brentford. And Luton are in the bottom three. Brentford haven't won a game for yeah. months. You know what I mean? And the other game yeah. that we've played away, we haven't won. And we need to put that right. And we've got to do it quickly because we're halfway through the yeah. season. We've got to start winning a lot of more of these away games uh, in a little yeah. bit more convincingly than, than scraping a 4 3 at Luton. I mean, I know Luton are yeah. a difficult team to play, but come on. Oh. Do you know what I mean? We, yeah. we 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 can't yeah. be we can't be doing that really you know if it wasn't for that no. win at Luton you know we that would have been what one two that would have been four away games in a row without a win yeah you know and and we were so close yeah. to dropping points there as well wasn't yeah. we so you know there's yeah. more there's still a few questions for me that have not still been answered a year two years down the line into this yeah. kind of you know spell where we're challenging again but there's still these yeah. questions that need answering for me. Um, yeah. until I, I start believing that we can actually do it. I'd like to think we can. I hope we can. And I hope you guys are right and yeah. your optimism pays off. I really do. Yeah. I, I, you know, I really hope it does. <laughs> but I've still yeah. got these doubts based on all of these things that seem to be keep happening year after year and not there's nothing to show me yeah. any different. And last night hasn't yeah. helped, obviously, because that was a terrible yeah. performance. It took us back two years, really. But... Um, but yeah, I hope, hope you guys are right. I really do. But we'll see. I mean, there's still half a season to play, so let's you know, let's not get too down on in the dark. No. We're in a good position. We're, we're up yeah. there challenging, and let's hope that this year, when it comes to the crunch, it doesn't matter if we lose away at the Etihad, if we lose away at Old Trafford, if no. we win the other games in April and May, and we, we win every other game, it'll probably be enough, yeah. won't it? Draws, draws, draws will do it, Rich. Won't it? I mean, I've, well, yeah, I've, draw, you know, yeah, you'd write yeah. down draw away at Liverpool, draw against City United. Um, You'd like yeah. to spend Spurs, obviously, but that would be enough because the, the league's won against these nine games like last night, really. Um, well, it's lost uh, in them games, yeah. yeah. It's not necessarily won, but it's lost there, isn't it? Oh, it lost, you know, yeah, last exactly. season, Southampton at home, we lost the league there, you yeah. know, we, we, by I mean, not winning that game. We didn't yeah. lose it. We didn't not win it there. You know what I mean? We, we lost it there, didn't we? That was the yeah. game. You know, if we'd beaten Southampton, we wouldn't have won the league. But the fact we didn't beat them yeah. contributed massively to us not winning it, didn't it? And you're right. Those games last night, games, you should take yeah. them for granted. A home game, you should win your home games, draw away. That's how you, that's how you be successful yeah. overall, isn't it? If you do that, yeah. you're going to not be far away. And you're right. Yeah. Drawing away at Man City, drawing away at Man United. If we win our home games, you know, we've beaten Man United and Man City at home. If exactly. we can beat Liverpool at home, got to draw away. Drawing away, we've, that's yeah. probably going to be enough, isn't it? It comes down yeah. to maths, it? it comes down to maths. You draw, you draw away, you win at home against these top teams. You, yeah. you should be winning the league. You knock over the smaller, te- or most of the smaller teams. But um, mm. yeah, so, so fingers crossed. I mean, yeah, it was a, your monologue was a bit depressing, and I was trying to think of anything inaccurate in what you were saying, but I can't. 
and that's maybe obviously different different viewpoint. That's why it's good to have both viewpoints because you, you naturally, if you are a more optimistic person, you'll naturally try and ignore. Even after all these years of watching Arsenal, I'll naturally try and think, well, okay, that was just a one-off. Uh, yeah, I, know got I just don't want. I just don't we're like. Gonna, I just, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, it's all going to be I good. Don't. Lee, I just don't like Lee, Lee, mate, it's, as much as Richard's, right. look, I said he's pragmatic. So, as, as are you, uh, Lee, and, I, and yeah. I've agreed with, you know, the way you then say, just like, just now, just what you just said a minute ago, Rich, yeah. it makes sense, total sense. But, no. but, but, Lee, listen, we're still, we're still winning the treble this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm the same. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I still think we can go deep into the Champions League despite our frailties. But our frailties are joking apart. I'm going to stop myself getting to. They still, we still need now to fix the left back problem. We can't continue mm. the way we're going at left back. So maybe Kior can come in; he'd feel a lot more secure. And I'll tell, as Rich mentioned, we'd have to forget the midfielder step, sorry, the defender stepping into midfield, Malarkey, and just go. But I mean, the other player, I mean, it's amazing we got nearly an hour in without mentioning that. Right. So the other player we, you mentioned, who was arguably one of the best players for seventy percent of last season, when he was party, he was unbelievable. He was fantastic. We have missed him. And getting getting him back, I mean, the, him going to the AFCON, people are moaning, well, he's not been fit. He should, well, get him out there. Get him playing an hour, 70 minutes, mm-hmm. and he comes back in the January, start yeah. Feb. We've got an unbelievable midfield. Yeah. So, so hope, hopefully that, that'll be a factor, the party factor. Uh, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I remain, unlike Rich, I'm more of you now, I rem- remain optimistic we can fix these issues and, Timber, Timber looked good. That was a real shame. We get some of these players back, and crucially, the signing, right? The striker. Mm. We get Tony. I, I don't think he's the great, greatest thing since sliced bread, bread, but he's better than what we've got, and he's a natural finisher. He will get in. He will get horrible goals. We, you know, how many goals, horrible goals? I'll take a... horrible goals all day long, Lee. I'll take horrible yeah. goals all day long. I don't care as long as we get the points. We've had enough. We've yeah. had enough of, and we've been we've been spoiled with pretty goals. And don't get me wrong, yeah. they're amazing to watch. The Jack yeah. Wilshire team goal, you know, Giroud's uh, scorpion kick. We've done, we've had all of that. We've we've done yeah. it. But for me, for me, I don't I don't mind winning dirty. I don't mind it because yeah. at the end of the day, Same. winning winning the Premiership, getting our name back there. I mean, I know as much. I know all our, all of our, all of us as fans want us to see us lift the elite European trophy. We've never done it. Yeah. We've never done it in the old division. We've never done yeah. it. We want to do it. But for me, still, the Premiership group is consistency. It's consistency. Yeah. We need to get that under our belt. And I'd like to see us go far in the Champions League. There's no reason why we can't. But yeah. it's the league, and I don't care if we win it dirty. We just got to get those goals. Yeah. Yeah, and Tony yeah. did score home and away against Man City last season as well for Brentford, so yeah. he knows how yeah, to score against them, doesn't he? He's decent. You know. He's definitely a massive yeah. upgrade on Eddie, isn't he? He just is. Yeah, absolutely. I oh, yeah, one hundred percent is, and that's what we need. But whether we'll do it or not, time will tell because it's nearly January, so we're going to find out soon. Yeah. Right? When the window opens, who are we going to buy? Yeah. Um, right, before we finish, we just need to rattle through a few little awards, end of season or end of year awards. Sorry, not end of season awards, end of year awards. <laughs> our best uh, and well, well, a couple of bad ones, but we'll start with this one because I don't know what you guys are going to vote for on this. <laughs> So the match of the year, our favourite match or best match, a match we enjoyed the most, whatever it might be. Neil, what would be your best match of the year for you? In I'll go to Lee first. Go to Lee first. <laughs> oh, okay, Lee, then go on, Lee. Okay, first, I'll, I'll quick, Rick. I know you're, we're rubbing too much, but yeah, naturally I always go to Tottenham at home, and uh, where we uh, 
sorry, no, it was it was the away, but we we won away at home the year before, didn't we? The, the away match where we won was always fantastic. But you're asking me the best match as in entertainment was probably Man United in January. 3-2, you know, uh, Eddie got the last touch. That was a good game. Was a good yeah. game. I mean, uh, Rashford got the first goal, didn't game. he? We had the fumble yeah, yeah. from the corner uh, for for their equaliser. And we, when we won the game in the last minute, that was brilliant. Buzzing. So that, for me, that's the best match. Good it was a great I like it. It's a great yeah. choice. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, you're that's right, actually. Brilliant. And at the time, of course, we were flying at the top of the table as well. So. Yeah. Right, Neil, what, what would you say would be your okay. best Okay, I mean, there, there, there were some great entertaining, entertaining games, but for me, because of the statement, because it was such a long time coming, I'll go for the win against Man City. Uh, that, that that drove so much emotion through me when Martin, mm. when, when Havertz actually persisted, because obviously yeah. there was this big great thing about Havertz. By the way, just a quick one, just a quick one. I know, Lee, we, we, we've got a hurry long but I think he's coming on a lot better now in the last few games and actually yeah. I didn't think we would miss him against West Ham I think we did miss him yesterday I really believe he may have made a bit of a difference but anyway that's another story I think the Man City game because it's been so long so long yeah. in the teeth to get some anything yeah. out of them yeah. and then to actually beat them at the very late late on in the game yes yeah. that was one for good me shout, Neil. good shout yeah well I mean yeah those two games were fantastic I mean for me the one I would pick would probably be the PSB home game, because our first game back in the Champions League for seven years, we yeah. beat a team 4-0 that had won every single match up to that point in the season, yeah. and we absolutely wiped the floor with them. Yeah. And and to be, return to the Champions League like that was quite incredible, yeah. really. So, I mean, those other two games were great as well. But for me, just a statement that that was, you know, Champions League, and it wasn't against a team that were from, no. you know, the other back of beyond. They were, no. you know, their league won every single match, you know. And, and we blew and we, away, yeah, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, we blew him away, yeah. So, for me, that was probably my best performance from us out of the year. So, yeah. I'll go with that, really. Um, I think this one might be a little bit easier to everybody to agree on. Potentially, we've sort of mentioned it a little bit before already. <laughs> so, the moment of the year, obviously, the picture there was obviously Reese's goal against Bournemouth. Um, I mean, Neil, would that be your moment of the year or has anything maybe topped that for you? I think I think yeah that probably probably does do it for me because like Lee, I felt that that was fate and we're gonna we're yeah. gonna win the win the league. I, yeah. I really I mean, and I was saying it right from the start, but that really cemented it for me. I thought yeah. surely everything is going in our favour, you know. Yeah. And I love the way Reese didn't even rush it; he took his time and then like, directed the ball in. It was a great goal, yeah. by the way. But yeah. it was also the emotions. I I, 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 I was going to be at that game and I didn't go and I regretted oh, it. No. But a few people that I know went and they said. They have never the, the the stadium has been rocking over the last you know say two, two and a half years, yeah. but that was exceptional. They said that yeah. was just on ridiculous levels, mm. and it, it just seeing everyone's faces light up, the smiles around the stadium, that everyone just going mental and berserk. Oh, mate, that was brilliant. But I have to say, and I know um, you almost it was almost like you're right, Rich. It was ridiculous the way we allowed Luton to score three goals against us, but close to it. The same emotion, Declan Rice scoring the win yeah. against Luton was also quite up there as well for me. Yeah. I thought, you're right. And let, let me just say this, Luton is, Luton are Luton, but going to Luton and getting a result there is not easy. I think a lot of big no, teams no. are going to struggle no, there. Yeah. So we did, on reflection, we didn't do yeah, too did bad. Well. Um, but de that Declan Rice goal kind of reminded me of Reese Nelson's, but I'll, put, I'll say Reese Nelson, yeah, for that one. 
Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I suppose the right part was very similar, actually. And, you know, you're right. I mean, no game's easy, especially away from home. Um, and, no. yeah, Luton is a tricky place to go, and it, it could prove to be a big victory, there, actually. Um, I mean, Lee, what would be your moment of the year, then? Would it would it be Reese Nelson's goal? Yeah, I mean, I, I want to I be different, Rich, but I can't be because of just the emotion of it. I was in the stadium, and I was like, like, like I always am. I was, I'm holding people next to me, grabbing them every time we, we get close to scoring, and they're going... It was just not calm down, and uh, when that goal went in, I w- it was just the, the stadium shook. It shook, and as I said, I walked. Remember, we left the whistle went. I was walking down the steps, and I could. I was. I had te- I literally had tears in my eyes. Walked across. I was Holloway Road, and I was meeting a few mates, having a quick pint after, and I was. I could barely speak. I was just like, just the emotion of being there and thinking, this is. I've not felt like this for so long, and I can. I can feel it now. Similar to, to when uh, me and Richard was talking 89. When I talk about 89 or something comes on the telly, I, I get the same feeling. Right, two diff- very vastly different things when in the league. and But I, I, I will never forget that game. And I got a ticket that, that day off of uh, my mate Fred, who's older than me, uh, chap I was mentioning, who's 65. He was ill, he had the flu, couldn't go. Um, so he was devastated that he missed it. But it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, that, that for me, that, that's head, head and shoulders because. Because it was the moment I thought it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to really going to buzzing for for weeks. That was, and I think that was the point, wasn't it? And I think you know the fact that we'd been two 0 down. I mean, Reese is obviously a hailing boy as well to get that yeah. goal and the emotion they brought. And I, I agree. I think most people believed it was our time. You know, yeah. we played so badly most of that game, and to come away with that victory, it's like wow. Yeah. As Neil said, it felt like it was our time. It felt like it was all happening, and there yeah. was nothing that was going to stop us. And it's a yeah. shame it didn't. It wasn't that worked no. out, but certainly for a one-off moment, I don't think yeah. much can beat that. Can it? We really? nearly did it, Rich, just very quickly. We nearly did it against Southampton. I remember we come back against Southampton. I think Odegaard or someone in the last minute hit the bar, or, or I think it might have been Trossard. We come close. Yeah, Trossard. I think it was Trossard. I think it was Trossard. Yeah, we come yeah, that yeah. close to winning that four three. Oh man, yeah, no, no, that, that was. I mean, yeah, but. Yeah, Nothing, yeah, that, that that was it for me. That's the moment of the year. You yeah, know, yeah. I say yeah, maybe Declan Rice deserves a mention for that Luton goal because that was, yeah. you know, a, a similar kind of dramatic final kick of the game kind of winner. Um, yeah. We'll move on to one that's maybe you know we sort of mentioned there for me, but we'll see what you guys think. What do we make of this? One? <laughs> So the biggest disappointment of the year, then um, a few maybe that we've got to choose from in the end, I suppose. But um, I mean, Neil, what would be your biggest disappointment of the year? I think if we if we had taken the game to the last game of the season and lost the league, it would have been that by by mile. It, that would be the disappointment because we kind of lost pace earlier on. I can't yeah, say yeah, okay. you know losing the league is the disappointment because it was kind of already there and done and dusted before the last game of the season. Um, Oh my god! Do you know what I'm struggling with this one? I, I'm gonna. Can you come back to me? Let me see what Lee says. Yeah, no, we'll come back. No, no worries. Lee, yeah. what would be your biggest disappointment? I mean, whether it was a one-off game or a particular moment, or what yeah. would you say? Yeah, for for me, for Chisnell, I mean, for me, there's a standout moment. Absolute nailed on the moment the league, the league probably went for me was when Thomas Party tried to flick the ball. Over a West, over uh, I can't remember what West. It might have been Declan Rice actually. It was Declan Rice. He tried to flick the ball over Rice and lost it, and West Ham scored, and that stayed. Uh. So we went from two 0 to two one, and I thought, 
Well, because we had chances at, at, to get to get third in that game. We tore out the draft against West Ham and we could have been three or four up. We were tuning up. And the minute he tried to lift, I thought, don't try and lift the ball where he lifted it, over you know, Vieira yeah, style, yeah. over yeah. his head. And Rice took it off him. They scored. And I thought, this is... And we'd drawn the, the week before. And then I was thinking the wheels are going to come off. And they did. And I was thinking, that, that could be us. That could be a fatal blow. So for me, Pipe, Thomas Party trying to lift the ball out. In the love it. Yeah, I've, I've got mean, two then, it, two which are, yeah. are, are, are um, on par, and we've mentioned them earlier. Uh, I think the losses at Anfield, or the drop points at Anfield, I, I think we had enough in both in both situations to to, yeah, to actually win the games. Yeah. And the fact that we haven't done it and we haven't done it since 2012 really hurts. Yeah. And I think yeah. for me that is the kicker. We, yeah. we we should do better. We should be able to if we take control of a game, we should be able to go and kill a game. Close and that out. is where yeah. sometimes we're luck, lacking. Yeah, that's, that's it for me. That's what we are missing. Yeah. Oh, Mark C says there, yeah, we should have been 3-1 up at West Ham with Mr. Penalty. Yeah, the penalty missed yeah. Saka was that was a big moment, wasn't it? As well. That was you know, that was a big moment um in the season. And so he says his disappointments are set and not resigning. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen, mate, is it? Unfortunately. Um, but no. I yeah. mean, I, I have a picture on the thing there of the game against Southampton. And to me, that, that was my biggest disappointment because we'd just thrown away leads at, at Liverpool and West Ham where we should have won those games. Mm. What we had to do then was beat Southampton. We yeah. had no other option. We had to beat them. They were bottom of the league. Yeah. And, you know, we ended up... Oh. Yeah, you're saying we came close to coming back and winning that game. But we shouldn't have been in that position. They were bottom no. of the league. Terrible. And we had awesome. to win. You know, Terrible. we were 3-1 down in the 90th minute in that game. Yes, we yeah. ended up scoring twice, getting a draw and nearly winning yeah. it. But... Um, no. To me, that was, I don't know, that, that to me was a bigger disappointment because that was a game yeah. we had to win and we were so yeah. poor for so long in that game. Yeah. The Southampton were terrible, absolutely yeah. terrible season. And that made me, I knew then, that night, yeah. we wasn't winning the league. I knew for certain. It was 100% convinced then we wasn't yeah. winning the league no matter what happened. We, no. we wasn't going to do it. We wasn't ready. You could see that night we wasn't ready. And yeah. So that was a disappointment because up until then, I still believed it was possible. Um, yeah. And then that happened and obviously we knew then it wasn't possible um, and that was that um, but we'll have another maybe a bad one before we finish on a better one What who would we give this award I know who my, who my vote will be but let's see what you vote <laughs> I, I know your vote. Your vote's going to be rich. Right. <laughs> Flop of the year. Don't let my picture influence anybody at all. The guy there. The picture will give it away a little bit. But um, Neil, who would be your flop of the year? Oh, oh that's hilarious. Sorry, I'm still laughing. Uh, I, I, what Terry said was funny as well. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. um, yeah. I, 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 I flop. I, I, I agree. I, th I think end of the day, it's not actually all his fault. He should not be playing as a defender. It's as simple as that. He, we, we, he's not. A, he's not a left back. I don't understand why mm. people seem to think that he can do it. He's he's done it in moments, and moments is not good enough in this this level of competition. You have got to do it consistently. Remember the old school left backs we've had. Come on. So no, mm. uh, yeah, I agree with that one. It's uh, unfortunately and sadly, I hate getting on players' backs. No, but not his fault. He's played out of position for me. It's it's it is Inchenko. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Okay, Lee, anyone different? <laughs> I again, I naturally hate slagging any Arsenal players, but if I'm, and yeah, you can easily say I, I love Zinni. I love a footballer, and I love the idea of a left back can step in the midfield and overload the midfield. It, you know, it's, it's Terry Venables-esque. 
right? And it and it and it and it has worked in many games. But unfortunately, you're going to come unstuck uh, from time to time, and the wheels are, are massively coming off. Um, so, but I'm going to try and be different, and I'm going to say Emil Smith Rowe, and people are going to go, "What are you talking about? He's not getting a chance, right?" But um, I, I, I love him. I love him as a footballer. Four years ago, he, he was mm. up there above Saka uh, to be yeah, in the greatest thing. But when I, when he comes on, he just looks like he's lost. He's, I mean, probably because of the injuries. And again, making it clear, I love him. I'm desperate for him to do well. I, he's one of, he, I loved him four years ago and I still love him now. And he's Arsenal through and through. But when he's come on, he just looks like he's carrying like uh, bricks in his boots. He seems to have lost his pace. Uh, and he just he just doesn't look confident, and I know what it is. It's to do with the fact that Arteta's not some half group bunging Arteta in 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 with with him with uh, Smith Rowe for this award because he's not getting the time on the pitch. And as any player would say, he's no good getting 10, 15 when you haven't played. So he comes on like, come on, go for it, I mean, go for it. And when he's come on, I've just I've just not seen anything. And it's uh, and again, I don't think it's it's down to him. So maybe. I shouldn't really be calling him flop of the year, but I had to pick someone and it, I wanted it to be different. So I've gone for a nil with one of my favorite. But Lee, but Lee also, I think, I think, yeah. I think, um, again, I think it's a good shout. And as I, I'm like you, I love the guy so much. Honestly, I, I love the guy so yeah. much. And I, I actually thought he was going to be better, going to be better than Saka. And that's making yeah. a massive statement. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. thought yeah. he's talent wise, all talent wise, I think he's better to be there. Yeah. But and, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I think, but also, it doesn't help the fact that when he does come on, we're losing a game. And yeah. expect, the expectation is higher, you know. Yeah. I don't think he's getting a fair yeah. share. Of oh, he's the not. He's not. He's not. He's he not. Definitely, definitely, he needs. He needs game time. But Arteta is just not. He's too rigid. He, I mean, for me, he, 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 I mean, I'm pretty sure he was fit. Lens away for me was was a game for him, and he just you know, coming on with 20 minutes. It's just, as a footballer, you just the pressure's on straight away. You've got to start games. And he started Brentford yeah. away, and I'm so willing him to do well. Uh, I mean, he scored against Brentford, so. I just can see him going. I can see him going, if not January in the summer. And it's so disappointing because he showed flashes for us. We've got a real player on our hands here. So, uh, yeah. Manners are not helping. I'm going to be a bit, you know, to throw him in. But I can see why he doesn't again because he's just, he's just too scared to. He's just sticking to that formula now. And I think to our detriment, you know, we've been too, we're too predictable. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I think it's a little bit harsh to maybe call Emil Smith-Rowe a flop it because it's not his fault, is it? He's not no. been given a chance. Right. No, he hasn't pushed on as much as we all thought he was going to and we hoped he would and we expected him to. And that's yeah. partly down to his injuries. It's partly down to the fact he's not getting yeah, picked. So, um, but yeah, he's obviously been a big disappointment, hasn't he? The way he's, yeah. um, he's dropped down the pecking order, really. Yeah. And the, 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 the few minutes he gets on the pitch, is not oh, nowhere no. near enough. Nowhere near enough. I think he's no. leaving. I think he yeah. will end up leaving. He will. Yeah. Um, but I think as as a flop, it's got to be Zinchenko. Surely yeah. it's got to be yeah, yeah, because yeah. you know we 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 actually we actually paid money for him. We actually paid money for this guy. Can you believe that we actually bought him? <laughs> I mean, I think. I mean, what I don't understand, right? I don't know what you guys think. You've got this invent uh, inverted, sorry, left back situation, which Arteta wants to do, right? And that's fine. You you said it, Lee, and it can work, and it kind of can be a good it can be a good system to play. Now, with Zinchenko, he's very good at moving into the midfield role and doing that job. So he can do half of the job. He can't defend as a left-back, but he's good at moving into midfield, right? Now, we had Kieran Tierney, who was brilliant at the defensive side of it, but couldn't really get the hang of moving into midfield and playing there. So he had half the job as well. And mm. what does he do 
it gets rid of the one who can defend and keeps the one who can't defend. It makes no mm. sense. I would have kept Kieran Tierney, you could at least defend, and you can well, okay, we can maybe adapt the system, maybe yeah. have an inverted right back instead. Instead yeah. of unless yeah. Kieran Tierney is a better defensive left back. Yeah. And he's put he's put a left back in who's better in midfield and can't play left back, can't defend. And I don't blame Dinchenko yeah. necessarily for that. That's not his fault. He can't play that position. He's not a defensive left back. No. He should be able to play midfield like he does for Ukraine, where he scores loads of goals. Or yeah. um, you know, he was a bench player at Man City for that reason, because Pep wanted to, him to play that kind of a position and he couldn't because he's not good enough defensively. So Pep left him on the bench and he played if Peter injured. Um, mm. And for some reason, Arteta plays him in game, every single game there enough. And he's, yeah. I don't know why, I just can't understand it. And it's not necessarily yeah. Zinchenko's fault. And I'm not necessarily no, blaming it's not. him. No. It's the system, he's, the job he's being asked to do, half of it he's not comfortable doing. In the same way yeah. that Kieran Tierney wasn't. And yet Kieran Tierney's got kicked out of the club almost for, for not being able to do half of the job. And Zinchenko yeah. can only do half the job as well. And he's still here, getting picked every yeah. week. I can't get around it. Yeah. I cannot get rid of it. You either keep both of them so you can switch it round. Yeah. Or you get rid of both of them and get someone who can do yeah. that role better, who can play both yeah. of those positions. I don't know who there is out yeah. there that can do that. There must be somebody. But I don't know. But yeah, sorry, Zinchenko. You know, it's not your fault necessarily, yeah. but it's not working out. You're yeah. costing us too many important goals and um, yeah. you're going to win that ball. Um, I think this next one might be quite easy. So I don't think we'll have any discussion okay. or debate about it. Oh, we should have. Oh, on to the next one. Anybody else? Signing of the year. We've signed seven players, I think six or seven players in January in the summer. For me, it's got to be Declan all day long because he's been fantastic. I mean, Neil, anybody else out of the signings that we've made? I know Timber's been injured, so we can't really judge him. Yeah, I I actually believe, I actually said it, I remember, I said it to, I don't know who it was, whether it was another podcast, it was just general chit-chat. When we made the signings, and this is before, Rare's not an official signing anyway, but Timber, between Timber Kai and and Declan Rice, if if Timber hadn't got injured, I think he could have been up there because I think he looks like a sensational player. But without doubt, with um, that's sad for Timber and it's unfortunate, but without doubt, God Rice, I'm yeah, you know, it's just night and day. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. We've we've shortchanged West Ham. We owe them money. Charles, yeah, we do. Fifty million. Yeah, we probably do. We probably do. <laughs> I mean, Lee, any different, or would you go along with that? Yeah, you know, I'm going to say it's got kind of obvious, Rich, and, and uh, the the game in Seville for me, like be, being there, seeing him, whether it was a smaller, I can't remember the, whether the Smith was the pitch was smaller. He just looked running from deep with the ball. That one of our, I think one of the goals, he just carried the ball, didn't he? Through the middle. Yeah. He's just yeah. a monster. You just, you just, I just didn't see it when he was West Ham. He just looked like a decent stopper to me. Uh, more like, what's his name? Uh, he reminds me of that Matthias Sammer who used to play for Germany, that kind of that, that leggy mm. kind of midfield player. But uh, he's just, he's just unbelievable. And uh, it's, it's cheaper half the price. He stays for 10 years, it's 10 million a year, right? It's, it's, it's an absolute bargain. Steal of the century. Uh, so yeah. it's it's an easy one. I, mean, I want him to be a captain, guys. I do want him to become captain. Yeah, guys. yeah, I do. And, yeah, I do. and he's got that loyalty thing about him because he stayed with West Ham a long time. I think if he stayed with Austin and we're successful, hopefully yeah. sooner yeah. rather than later, I think he could stay for a long time. Yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. As you say, we need to be successful to keep that. He that should type be captain. Player. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he yeah. should be. I mean, Mark C says, "Yeah, Cast Iron Rice is the best side." Yeah, I don't think there's much. Question about that is, I mean, Terry obviously mentions Havertz as we knew he would. Uh, who else could have fitted on the left? Amazing, Chenko looked good. No, I'm not sure about that. I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'm not sure about that, Terry. But, um, <laughs> but no, I mean, obviously, Rice. Yeah, I mean, I was at Newcastle game away, and although we were absolutely dreadful, the one thing that stood head and shoulders above everything else was our 
brilliant Declan Rice is, even yeah. when the team doesn't play well. And that, to me, is a mark of a great player. You know, that's my problem with Martin Odegaard. When the team plays well, he looks brilliant. When the team doesn't yeah. play well, you don't really see much of him. Declan no. Rice, even when the team doesn't play well, he's still head and shoulders above everybody else on the pitch. You know, he's mm. just, he is just, he's, I think he's our best midfield player since Patrick Vieira. And I think he's that yeah. important for the team now. And if we go on and have any sort of success that we did under with Patrick Vieira, yeah. it'll be, like you said, it'll, it'll be a bargain yeah. under five million. I know it doesn't seem. Yeah. At the time, I remember thinking you don't pay hundred and five million for anybody other than a 25, 30 goal striker. That's all you no. pay that for. But now True. I'm thinking, actually, no, we've paid hundred and five million for him, and he's cheap. You know, yeah. he is cheap. He's cheap. And he's cheap Guys, yeah, uh, yeah. Rich, you know who my favourite player of all time is. I don't know you might know. So Tony Adams is my favourite player, Arsenal player of all time. And do you know what? There are so many. Th- Similarities that I can see between yeah. him and, and yeah. Declan yeah. Rice. I love the guy. Yeah. I've already loved the guy so much. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Magic. He's become magic. my favourite player in like six, three, four months, whatever it is. Yeah. He's easily my yeah, favourite player. He's brilliant. While. Just every single time you watch him play, it's like, does he ever do it? I mean, yes, he gave away the penalty last night, but I yeah. think he did that. Just, we'd lost the game anyway. He thought, oh, well, I'll give West Ham something at the end of the game. That's all it was. <laughs> but um, yeah. he, he never does it. He make, doesn't make a mistake. He's just brilliant at everything right. he does. Running with the ball, his passing, his interceptions, the way he reads the game, he can tackle. You know, he's got one, yeah. he's got one booking as a, as a defensive midfield player that tackles and wins the ball. That just shows yeah. how great That's he is. unbelievable. Yeah, timing. It's, yeah. it's timing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just Rich, incredible. Yeah, yeah, and from, the only thing I'd say about Odegaard is uh, it, it's tough <laughs> as being a uh, being the type of player, an attacking player, making things happen. When things start going against you, uh, it, is, it is tougher as, as a, that the style yeah. of play he's got. Right, that's the only thing I'd say in his defence where you try. Like last night, as an example, trying to make things happen, and he, you know, he was he tried until the end. He got a couple of good shots away. It is tough. Uh, and you, you kind of, uh, when things don't go a bit piton, it is always that type of player. Then, as my uh, friend still would say, that fluffy type of player, right? Yeah. That it tends. Everyone goes, ah, oh, he's not doing it, and it's kind of, it's a bit easier to dig in as a as a rice type player. So that's the only thing I'll say in defence of Odegaard. But no, I think you're right, pretty... I, and that, that, that's a fair point because Declan Rice plays in a position where. You know, he can, even when the team aren't playing well, he's still going to be able to do his job that he's there to yeah. do, whereas some of the other yeah. players aren't going to get the opportunity to do their job yeah. in the same way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I do Tough think that's a fair point, actually. That is a fair point. But in, anyway, regardless of that, Declan Rice is still an incredible yeah, all day player. Long. Funny enough, when he was at West Ham, I thought, like, like yourself, Lee, I thought he was good at West Ham. Um, and he played for England. I thought, yeah, he's all right. He's and all other right, people yeah. said to me when Solid. he played for England, Declan Rice is really, really good. And I'm like, is he that good? I wasn't yeah, same. convinced. Same. I wasn't convinced. But now seeing him play for Arsenal, it's like actually he's he's better than I could ever have imagined him to be. He's, yeah. Whether it's because he's got it. better players around him now and he fits into that role better, I don't yeah. know. But I don't know what it is. But he's it's almost like he's grown in stature and height and physicality and yeah. everything since he's come to Arsenal. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see him play much at West Ham, I suppose, as well. But yeah, he, no. he just looks like he's an absolute monster. He's a beast. Isn't he? He's, a beast. Yeah, he he just, he's incredible. I just love the guy. Um, and yeah. he just looks like an Arsenal player. The way he talks about Arsenal, he just—he's an Arsenal yeah. guy, isn't yeah. he? I know he, yeah. he's just only joined, but he, he should be captain absolutely. And he, we've, yeah, we've, we've, we've got half his spine. Think about it. You have got him as a beast. We've got Saliba's a blooming monster as well. Yeah. He looks. You look. You look him on the pitch. My God, the stature of the man's ridiculous. So you got him. If we get the striker, we're yeah, yeah. there. You know, we've been crying yeah. for a spine for God, for yeah. twenty years. We want a solid yeah. spine. We're just missing that striker now. Yeah, I think we got it. That's it. 
that's the missing piece. It's been a missing piece for about two or three years, Neil. And then we're yeah. still waiting. Maybe maybe we haven't got to wait much longer. Maybe another week or two yeah. and we'll, we'll get that sorted. We'll um, yeah. Right, the final award then is the biggest award of all, of course. It's the one that everybody wants to win. And well, there's a couple of choices maybe, but who do we who are we going to go for in this one? So the player of the year then, um, again, don't be influenced by the picture. That's just someone I put on there because he's a nice guy. Um, he's not get my vote necessarily. He's just, he's just a nice guy. I like his picture. Oh, I mean, Neil, who would be your player of 2023? I'll be honest with you. If he were just doing this season, it would be Rice. But, but yeah, anyway, oh, yeah. yeah, it would be. But yeah. I think, yeah, overall, I mean, in the day, Saka has dropped off, as Lee said earlier, but he still gets the numbers. Somehow he still yeah. gets the numbers. So, to, um, yeah, Saka. It's Saka, yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah so, right. so, same, Rich. He, he, he's, he's just the go-to man, isn't he? The go-to man. When, when you know, twenty minutes to go, we need a goal. We need something to happen. And it's, there's the ball. He gets mm. at his feet, and more often than not, you know, he's not done it lately. But maybe it's just I don't know fatigue. I'm not sure, but more often than not, he, he is the clear winner. But as, as Neil said, if it was just on these this season, it would definitely be Rice. But but yeah, Sack has been good now for a number of seasons, not just this season. Probably the last three, right? He's been t- top draw. So, yeah, mm. clear winner, Saka. Yeah, I, I don't think there's much argument. I mean, you know, you mentioned Gabriel earlier, Lee, and I think he deserves a shout yeah, as well. He does. He does. Throughout the whole year, yeah. um, he's been really good. He's never going to get son. the same. He's never going to get the same um, kind of um, notice is he, for the position that he mm. plays. Whereas Saka, of course, because he's an attacking player, he's scoring goals, assisting, and that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think that's right. I think Saka for the year, Declan Rice for this season so far, and I say Gabriel should be included as well. Yeah, as yeah. mentioned um, because of how you know um, how consistent he's been. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Just before we finish, then I just want to obviously we're coming into a new year. It's going to be twenty twenty four very soon. Um, new hopes and new dreams for a new year. So well, let's just quickly run through what. Uh, well, this really. <laughs> So I hope for 2024 then. Obviously, I'll put Ivan Tony in the picture there because that's my immediate hope for the January transfer window for 2024. Um, and I do think going forward, that will be a massive step forward. I mean, Neil, what are your hope? Obviously, we want to win some trophies. Uh, what will be your realistic hopes for 2024 as a, as a year for the club moving forward? I, I, I'm always saying we're, we're going to win everything, so I'm not going to bore you. I'm not going to repeat that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just, I just, I just think uh, looking at taking each game at a time. Yes, we need to strengthen. Uh, seeing the game yesterday for me has cemented the fact that we need a, a, someone there. We need a target man. We need a holding player up front. We need a sense of centre forward. We just need one. I'm sorry. That that yep. for me is my hopes. I'm, I don't do names because I don't do the gossip anymore. I used to, and I got caught out so many times. So I'm not dropping any names. I'm just talking about the position. I think we need someone there. I think I was a little bit worried. Just just quickly, I was a little bit worried about the midfield because I thought, if God forbid, we've been talking so much about him, something happened to Rice, yeah. we're going to be so so empty in the midfield. It's going to be unbelievable. But if Party comes back fit and he's can sustain the whole rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. then I don't think we need to worry about the midfield because we'll have Rice no. and Partey. And I think individually they can do the job and together yeah. they'll be just Flexibly incredible. Like so, yeah. so so I think we'll be okay there. Um, maybe the left, you know, left back, well, he ain't going to address that. So forget it. Um, uh, yeah, for me, the hopes are just get the striker. And the other hope is, look, just a change in attitude. Just try and 
do something a bit different up front. I mean, defensively, I think we're okay. I think just the upfront stuff, we need to do something different, experiment, and maybe have getting that striker is the answer. So that's my hopes. And they're very good hopes indeed. I mean, Lee, what would be your obviously all our hopes are to win a trophy or two or whatever, yeah. you know, ignoring wanna, that. Yeah. You know, we still we've still got three trophies up for grabs for us in twenty twenty four. I would like us to at least win one of them. Um yeah. and that's a hope every year though, isn't it? We all hope every sure year we're gonna yeah. win a trophy. Um but sort of aside of that, because we take that for granted that that's what we hope yeah. for. I mean, Lee, anything else? I mean, obviously, buying a striker seems to be the most obvious hope that we can all have, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. My, my hope is that we get, I mean, as Neil mentioned, Parsi would be key to getting back. Uh, so we address, We I hope we address the, the left-back situation. Uh, and obviously, the striker, I, I think, could be, could be massive for us. But most of all, I just hope to God we don't fall away because... It, the disappointment will be, and again, I've been optimistic, I'll be a pessimism, but realism to fall away would be so disappointed and would, would be a just be a lot, a lot of air out. There'd be a lot of disappointed people because we've shown so much promise. And for it to fall away early because we've got injuries or, or we're not solving this conundrum where we're trying to pass teams to death um, and we're doing the set, we just got to find, we've got to find our plan B. And our, and our plan C, right? Even plan B, I hope we find another plan. Even if that's our tech to take the players to one side and says, you see that big white thing? It's big enough just to strike on sight, right? Kevin Phillips used to say, you, you see the goal, you get your head down, right? Get your foot over it. I mean, Odegaard likes to put it three feet over the bar when he does tend to have a strike outside the box. But just shoot. If you don't shoot, you ain't going to score, right? So I, mean, I hope there's a little bit, being a bit pragmatic and it's not trying to score the beautiful goal is not going to do us any favours in, in the long term just you know just just get the scruffy goals just just do do what we need to do to win and sometimes you've got to win ugly because uh, my, my worry is we continued like last night and I, after 70 minutes I think if we carry on like I just can't see a scoring because we need to try something no. different and guess what we never so the worry is we get into the next game and still try and do the same thing to Fulham and then the next game. So something. So I hope we find our plan B, um, whether that's through another striker that will naturally give us that different option or Arteta says, OK, I'm going to try and do something different. And I don't I don't have a lot of faith in Arteta finding us a plan B because I just think he's, he's, he's obviously he's a young manager. He's seen his work for us for the last, in terms of being up there, not winning the big prize. So my worry is he's gonna he's gonna stick to it. So I hope he doesn't. I hope he realizes there's more than one way to skin a cat, um, whether it's for a new striker or a, a different type of option. And as I say, what amazed me last night is still trying to walk it in when we're inside the inside the penalty box. I, in the end, I felt like I could have gone and got a drink because, when we were in the box. Well, we ain't gonna score. It's just odds. It's odds against yeah. odds yeah, against yeah. you beating yeah. those. 10, 10 uh, five sets of legs in that box. You ain't going to get past, you get past one, you ain't getting past two or three. So just, that's my hope. We slightly just to find another way to win a game of football. Yeah. I mean, and we're going to have to find another way to win a game of football if we're going to be um, successful in even those three competitions. I mean, obviously the FA Cup's going to be tough because we've got Liverpool, as we know, in the, yeah. in the third round. So, um, 
but we're at home. There's no doubt we can't win that game. Uh, Mark C says, yeah, that wasn't even West Ham's first choice back for it. wasn't, no. I mean, remember Panos? Wow. I mean, he, he never got an hardly game for us. He, he's hardly played for West Ham and he, he gets the he gets the go. It kind of sums it up, really, doesn't it, in, in a way? Yeah. Um, Mark C says, if we buy a quality striker, I'll guarantee us a top three spot. If we don't, mm. I can't see. I can see us being third to six. I mean, it's very tight, isn't it, that top six, in terms of there's not much yeah. to choose in points at the minute. And, and maybe you're right. I do feel if we buy the right striker in January, we'll have a hell of a chance of winning the league. I've got to be honest. Yeah. I think we'll have a hell of a chance yeah. of winning the league. Yeah. Uh, if we don't, then, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think oh, sixth yeah. place, I mean, the Terry's gone finishing the top six. I'm, I, I'll be amazed <laughs> if we finish that alone, even with the no. squad. I want to see, what I'd like to see is, my, my hope is that, not necessarily just in January, but in the summer window as well, that we can get some game changes on the bench. Players that you yeah. can bring on who can make a difference to a game. You know, the last, I don't know, 10 games, I've looked at the bench before the game started. If we're losing, who's a game changer to come on? Nobody. Yeah. Reese Nelson, Eddie and Ketia, they're the two that we always go to. They're not game changers. No, As, they're not. You know, Reese Nelson's a good player, don't get me wrong. Um, no. He's not really a game changer, is he? You know, we no. know Eddie and Ketia, he's not going to come on and, and get you, you're losing one nil. He's not going to get you two goals in the last five minutes no. and change the game, is he? Or he's going to set up no. two goals or do something like that, is he? I just want to see us having a couple of players on the bench that are game changers, even if it yeah. means having someone on the bench like Erdegaard sometimes who can come off the bench and make a difference. But having someone yeah. that we can put in the team who isn't going to Impact. weaken it by being Impact. there. You know, yeah. Someone better than Vieira, for example. Um, yeah. You know, just to have game changers in that squad that you can have on the bench so you've got them yeah. to bring on. It seems like all the top teams have got players on the bench that can come on and make a difference. We yeah. don't. And, that's, yeah. and I hope that either in January or in January and in the summer, we address that yeah. issue for yeah. next season. We've got that, and for the rest of this season, hopefully, we might have yeah. a bit more. But that, that's a, a big hope for me. And yeah, I agree with Lee one hundred percent. Arteta's got to be a bit more flexible tactically. He's got to be a bit more flexible. Yeah. And if he does, we've got a great chance of winning at yeah. least one of these three trophies. Uh, yeah. You know, which one it will be? Um, I don't know. Obviously, there's there's <laughs> one in particular we'd all like, I'm sure. But um, yeah. let's see. I mean, we, we just want to see us being successful, <laughs> don't we? That, that's what we want. Yeah. Um, uh, Mark says there uh, yesterday I'd have given my right arm for a striker like Giroud, Benton, Adebayo. Yeah, a game change, a difference, a player who can make a difference off the bench. Yeah, and absolutely, yeah. and a striker in that in that mould. But I doesn't want a striker like that because he doesn't play that style, does he? Yeah, Sol Solskjaer or, or or an Ian Wright, that type of player. You know, that kind yeah. of goal scorer, someone come in and just get do something on their own, like Wright used to, or Solskjaer just bring the ball down, beat two players, and bosh. We, yeah. that's what you need as another option yeah an Alexis Sanchez type player who you know yeah. can do something you know on his own on his own make, on his own yeah can make a difference yeah. to a game you know even when you look at our starting 11 we don't really we're a very kind of a team unit as opposed to individual yeah. players and you need yeah. that but also yeah. you need one or two individuals that can do something different out of the ordinary yeah. and that can Make you that can yeah. make a difference in games, whether they started or coming off the bench. But an individual player individually can make a difference. We yeah. don't really have that in our off the cuff, Rich. Of off the cuff, that's the that's the free words, yeah. right? It's all too Someone regimented, can. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I always sometimes watch us play, and I, even now, after two or three years of this kind of style, it almost feels like sometimes, um, synchronized swimming. It it's is. like it's all yeah. in a sequence, and it's yeah. got to be done in that certain sequence or it yeah. doesn't work. It's and it's like, yeah, but yeah. it's it's just not. It's not enough. No. That's not enough. No. You need like no, you, you need enough. a little bit of individual flair. You need a little bit of yeah, yeah, off the cuff kind of unexpected. But they're not allowed to be unexpected, are they? They have to no. 
fit into that. It's like an army marching, isn't it? They all got to be in, in no. together. They can't it, be it, individual. Even even the best sides can do it. Even like last season, the FA City, right? Like how many times mm. were they knocking the ball long uh, for Haaland to run run on in the first? They were terrorising us in the first. Saliba yeah. had hold of him. He was struck. Same with Gabriel. They were just going long seat, just turning us over. We never do that, and he, and I see why because we don't have. I mean, Jesus physically isn't big enough for that long ball. But someone like Tony, mm. you knock a ball long when the team's pressing us, mm. then we're in. We we just don't do it. We we ain't got the personnel, but we need. We just need them those that's other options. Exactly. That that's that's what the options is what we need. But also as well, we need our te- to use those options in that way. You know, yeah. he's got Trossard, for example. You, you said it before, didn't we? Trossard was the one player that you, we felt could do something different, and he did Across it. Front. And now he's yeah. got him playing in midfield where he can't, he's not, that's not his natural no. position, and he's not no. doing anything. Stick him up front. Yeah, yeah, put him yeah. up front. Stick him up front. Play him up front. Of course, that's, that's his best <laughs> position. Or you play him on the left, or you play him through the centre. You don't yeah. play him in, in Havertz position because he's not, no. that's not his. Agreed. And now it'd be easy yeah. for him. It's almost like, and I know it's not the case, but I almost felt last night he played Trossard there. To make a point to say, look how much we miss Havertz because without Havertz, look at how look at how crap we are in that position. Well, no, yeah. you played the wrong player there, mate. That's why. Yeah. Yes, Havertz may have made a difference last night. We don't know. We still yeah. may have lost two 0 But Trossard um, is a really incredible player, and he, 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 we have to use him to his strengths. Otherwise, we're going to lose yeah. him as yeah. well. He'll go yeah. because yeah. He, you know, number one, he's not getting much match time as it is. But he can. Yeah. He can be a proper impact sub. I'm yeah, always telling he's better as a sub anyway, rather than starting. But when you, when right you bring him on as a sub, play him in the right blooming position. Yeah, exactly. I think Wenger, yeah. Wenger never right. played Arshav into his strengths. He never played Podolski to his strengths. No. I think they were two fabulous players, by the way. Yeah. I don't yeah, want the yeah. same thing to happen to Trossard. No way. No, you're right. You're right. You're it's, right. Happened, it's happening to Smith Bro. It's happening to Martinelli as well. They're not. Yeah. He's not getting the best out of those players because he, he's more interested in making it fit the system as opposed to allowing individual players to show their flair on their own and, and it's hampering yeah. certain players. You're right. And I want to see that change. That's my hope, not only for 2024, but going forward beyond that, I want to see that mm. change because I think we'll, one, the players will enjoy it more. Two, we'll yeah. enjoy it more as fans. And three, I think we'll become more successful as well yeah. because you do need that. Yes, you need a structure to your team. You need you need a system. You need all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But you do as well need some individual brilliance sometimes to win your games yeah, and, and, and a manager, Rich, has to have that. And it comes down to life. We're human beings, personalities, right? Arteta mm. strikes me as the kind of person, you went into his office, there wouldn't be, a, unlike my office, there wouldn't be anything out of place. Everything would be neat and tidy. And and just so, mm. you go into someone like Brian Clough's uh, office, and <laughs> there'll be stuff all over the place. So as yeah. simple as that may seem, personalities, right? So he's sticking to a rigid game plan. Someone like Venables or Clough, thinking outside the box, Come up with something. Whatever I need to do, as Neil said, whatever we need to do to win a game of football, you got to be ready. You can't just keep sticking to the rigid way of doing it. So it, maybe it just yeah. comes down to personality, and it's just he mm. hasn't got that within his makeup. Right? And I think that comes down to the players that he buys as well. They're all very similar personalities, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're not very individually flair. The ones that are, the ones that are such a Smith Rowe, as we said, who's got that individual flair, yeah. and Martinelli, who's got that individual flair, they're, they're not allowed to express it enough. And and yeah. you know, Martinelli made a comment, didn't he, after he played for Brazil recently about how it's, he said something about how it was nice to be able to play with some freedom. You know, yeah. and I'm not saying he was necessarily knocking Arteta. I'm sure he wasn't. But you can understand right. him feeling like that when he's got to constantly 
like cover for Zinchenko going missing, and that's not yeah. you're not going to get the best out. I mean, Aubameyang, no. Aubameyang didn't want to track back at left back, did he? No, you know, and that's no. what he was being asked to do. He's a striker, get him yeah. in the box. Yeah, you, I can yeah. see him buying Ivan Tony and playing him on the left wing or something stupid, and saying to him, <laughs> "Don't go into the box." He doesn't want no. a striker in the box. In, in no. four years, he's got one striker, and that's Jesus, who's not really a striker anyway. Yeah. And that's the only forward player that he's bought. And to me, yeah. that's, that, that's where the problem is. And if he buys Ivan Tony, my, or any, whoever he buys as a striker, my worry is he's not going to play that striker as a six-yard box striker because he doesn't want his striker in the six-yard box. He wants the ball to be played back to midfield runner in the box to get on the end of things like Erdegaard does and put them shots away for about 12 yards, 10 yards. He has to, that's the goals he wants to score. He's obsessed with it. There's no point in buying him then if if, if we if we no, continue. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't think we will. Yeah. That's why yeah. I don't think we will because he doesn't want that sort of striker because he doesn't yeah. want to play yeah. that sort of football. Even yeah. Pep had to change. Pep used to do that, and now Pep's realised he needed a striker, so he's bought the best yeah. striker there is to buy. And exactly. look at the difference he's made. You yeah. know what I mean? They won the treble because, because they brought Haaland in who yeah. could score 55 goals. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we've yeah. got yeah. Jay Bruce who scores four goals this season, whatever he scored. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. That's the difference right there. And he buy Ivan Tony and guarantee Ivan will be stuck out on the wing having to cover for Zinchenko or he'll be right. playing in midfield <laughs> in Trossard position when, when Havertz is out he'll play him there it's like you know stick him on the end of things stick him on the box yeah. get him to hold yeah. the ball up you know what I mean but he yeah. won't he, that's not how he wants to play it he's ridiculous but anyway that's my hope that that will change but I don't think it will uh, Mark C says we buy players who fit that's in um, in yeah. a church choir yeah we need a striker whose yeah. attitude is like for a absolutely yeah. we do yeah Exactly. Um, Terry says if we get a Tony, uh, couldn't uh, play him, <laughs> yeah, we probably would play him as an inverted left back. Exactly. That's what we'll do, yeah. That's yeah. Goal and then we'll be saying, Tony's crap, isn't he? Tony's crap. No, he's not. He's just playing in the wrong position. That's Zinchenko. You play, you're playing in the wrong position, and you're not going to see the yeah. But I agree with Mark. We need a Drogba Costa type centre forward who's yeah. going to target you, can a focal point. They can hold on to the ball, yeah. they can keep what possession up. What did they, they keep call it? What did they used to call that type of player? We need a Maverick. We need a Frank Worthington, someone or a Rodney Marsh, someone like that. Someone who's just off the cuff, you know. But yeah, but he, he, he got rid of Urzil for that reason, didn't he? He got rid of Urzil because yeah. that's what Urzil was. Urzil was yeah. a you'd call him a luxury player, maybe because they're not yeah. always going to work for the system. But when they've yeah. got the ball, they'll do amazing things. And Arteta doesn't want yeah. that. He, no, he doesn't want. You don't. And he, we do as fans because we love seeing it because it's brilliant to watch. Yeah. And it's exciting. It's off your seat, yeah. doesn't it? But. Anyway, yeah. that is my hope anyway, that he'll do that so we can all enjoy watching the team a bit more and become more successful and get yeah. the best out of some of these talented players that we've got. Yeah. Um, so that was 2023. What, what, do we, what do we make of it overall? Neil, give it a score out of 10 for 2023 as a whole for Arsenal. What would you say? Um, I'd say I'd give it a strong seven and a half. Seven and a half, yeah, I suppose that's fair. Lee, what would you say overall then for 2023? Uh, I'd have to go... I'd have to go eight and a half, right? Because despite the you know the, the realism that we've been talking about the last ten minutes, uh, look at our position. We haven't won it, but we've we've been consistent. We have been. We were second. We are second now. We was we've, we've been top. So the consistency is there. So I, I, I want to give less than eight and a half. I think it's uh, you know we haven't gone deep into in any competition. So maybe I've been a, a slight, slightly generous, but. Eight and a half purely because we're at the level still. For a whole year, we kept at that level against, you know, against strong competition. Like you can say, Manu and Chelsea have kind of fallen away a bit. But yeah, I'll go eight and a half, slightly generous. 
yeah, I, I think it's slightly generous, but you know, I, I would say eight and a half if we'd won a trophy, maybe you, you might have got away. Just to reel you in, Rich. I went eight and a half just to reel you in there. I know you. No, can't. I think that's, that's fair enough. Then. I mean, I, I would, I would say maybe seven because I think we, we blew a good chance of winning the league that was was there for us this season. We've yes, we've improved in certain areas, but we're lacking something still for me. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like you said, we didn't go very far in any of the cups, really, which no, is disappointing. Disappointing, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. And that puts a little bit of a downer on it all, really. Because if you can't win the league, at least try and win a cup. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, at least try and win a cup. I'm not saying you're going to win a cup, but at least try. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Europa was disappointing, wasn't it? Europa was really yeah, disappointing. We had a chance really. there. You look at the teams left in that. If we got through that game against Sporting, we had a great chance of winning that. Yeah. With looking yeah. who was left in it, you know, but he wanted to win the Premier League, didn't he, Arteta? So he yeah. wasn't too bothered at the time. No one seemed to, but I was bothered because we haven't won enough European trophies. No one else seemed bothered. Oh, let's throw the Europa yeah. League. You can't throw you, the Europa League. You were League. saying it, Rich. You were saying it, remember? You, you did you say it, and Rich, and, hands up, I weren't that bothered, right? Because yeah, I was I'd so be as well. I, I, hands up. I, with you, Lee. I, I had the place booked opposite the Island Town Hall, thinking, what Sunday <laughs> is it? I won't go, I shouldn't have gone on holiday late May. I was getting, I was in, I was, I was brought in. I, I'll take a cup. I was carried away. So, but you, you were right, Rich. You are the, the voice of Rich reason. Was right. Don't, he was right. Don't throw it away. Mm. Don't throw it away. But as the BG mm. said, but uh, no, you're right. <laughs> and hopefully this year the FA Cup's coming around. Let's stay in the FA Cup as long as we can. Keep. Yeah. That's what Arsene Wenger used to do, didn't he? He'd keep himself in the FA Cup. Regardless, you know, sometimes we were top of the league in January, February. It'd still keep us in the FA Cup, wouldn't he? And then what that means, we'd, we'd fall away in the league, and we still had the FA Cup to fall back on. And then he'd throw yeah. everything at that—the quarter-final, semi-final, final—and yeah. why not yeah. do that? You know, keep yeah. yourself in it because it might yeah. come in handy. <laughs> you know, it's it's, it's a trophy yeah. at the end of the day. It's a nice trophy to win. Yeah. We've won it the most. Let's let's at least do that. If, even if the Champions yeah. League's out of our out of our reach, which it may well be this this year, um, the Premier League we don't know yet. Keep us, please keep ourselves in the FA Cup as long yeah, as we can. Yeah, play a strong yeah, team against yeah. Liverpool. Let's go through and let's go as far as we can. And let's play a strong team in the FA Cup to keep ourselves yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, totally. that's, that's from an I'm emotional point standpoint, from an emotional standpoint, the FA Cup's my favourite trophy of all time in sports. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. It means so yeah. much. Emotionally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Head, head-wise, obviously you have to say the Prem or the, or the league because it's consistency. Yeah. But FA yeah. Cup wipes the floor with everything, and that, that includes all sports for me. It's the oldest club. It's the, old, yeah. the oldest club competition in the world. Well, it's the old, yeah. oldest sporting competition in the world. I yeah. Think. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, you're right. You're right. And a, a lot of players. I mean, not so much maybe the, the players, the younger players now, but certainly the previous generation of players and beyond. Their whole life grew up watching the FA Cup final. Their dream was to play. You speak to a lot of even some of the foreign players now from abroad. Their dream is to play at Wembley in the FA Cup final. Still yeah. their dream now. You know, yeah. that's what that was. It's always their dream, and that shows how important it is. They, you know, yes, of course, you want to win league titles as a player, but winning a league title—I mean, you know—I've only played at sort of you know a very, very basic level of football, but I've played in cup finals and I've won leagues with my team. Winning a cup final is much more exciting than winning a league because a yeah. league's not one game; it's over twenty yeah. games or you know, every yeah. games in your league that you've got, yeah. and it's great to win it because you're the best team and it's a great achievement. But as a one-off event. Playing yeah. in a cup final, winning a Euphoria. cup final, yeah. nothing beats it. You can't beat that. Yeah. It's impossible. No. And winning a league doesn't beat that. Maybe no. Anfield 89 does, because that was like a cup final. So that yeah, probably was. was. Yeah. But that's not normally yeah. our league the one, are they? Leagues no, you're are normally right. one yeah. over... You, sometimes really? leagues are one because the other team loses a game and you win the league without even playing. You know 91. I mean? so, 91. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So that, that cup <laughs> final it tops that all day long. It, absolutely. Yeah. 
And as a fan, yeah. you don't lose that excitement of winning a cup final. No, you know, no, you don't. Um, so you know, yeah, I agree. The FA Cup is a is a special, special trophy, and you can't get enough of winning it. I'd love to win it every single season. Yeah. Um, I'll certainly love to win it this year. Uh, Mark C says, love the FA Cup, but for us to regain some credibility beyond the UK, we need a European yeah, trophy. Yeah, we we, yeah. we do. Yeah, absolutely. Are we going to win? See, I think we we've had four or five opportunities in the Europa League to have put another European trophy on the cabinet. Yeah. You know, yeah. we could have done it. We've had a couple of semi-finals, we had a final, and we should have won yeah. that Europa League. And at least yeah. we'd have had three European trophies. It wouldn't look so bad. Now we've got to try and win the Champions League to get that European trophy. Yeah. And we're off. not at that level yet. <laughs> I'm not saying we won't ever be. No. Look, look how long, you know, that great team under Wenger. We got to one final. All that, that great team. And we no. couldn't even get to a, a final of the Champions League. And we expect no. this, this team now, of, of, of the team that bottled the league last year, with a load of um, you know young players that have never played at that level before, to win it this season, no chance. I mean, go as far yeah, as we can. Ass. Of course, let's try. Yeah. But, you know, realistically, we're not going to win yeah. that this year, probably, or next year. I would, no. I would. No. Um, so let, let's, let's keep in it as long as we can. But FA Cup, man, let's go for it. Let's, yeah. let's go for it. You know, yes, a European Champions League would would top everything. Let's be honest; it's the one yeah. thing missing from our history, isn't it? The only trophy yeah. we've ever won. We won everything else. Yeah, um, yeah. We can just say we've completed it. Then football, we've completed it. You know, once we yeah. won that, that's it. We have we completed yeah. it, but um, <laughs> it's going to take a while. Terry says, "Was that with the Dagenham shot for the eleven? When I won the cup, it probably was. Yeah, I did play in Dagenham actually for a while. Um, but yeah." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, those, those were the days, weren't they? With the 11, yeah, that was great a good team. team right? great it was team. a great team. Yeah, great days. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I think, yeah. So 2023 has not been bad, but room for improvement, no. shall we say. Room yeah. for improvement. Um, Mark C said, it still pains me that somehow between 97 and, and 2007, we didn't win either UA for a couple of Champions League. Yeah, and, it, and it's yeah. since we since we was out of the Champions League in, what, 2017, it, it annoys me that we never managed to win the Europa League in all those years that we were in it. Because yeah. we were the best club in it, the best team in it for most of yeah. the season. Yeah, we, we should have done, yeah. Away, yeah, we should have yeah. won at least one. Chelsea, Chelsea Man United have, have won in the last like, 10 years, haven't they? Both pair of them. Yeah, and you look at other you, you look at other teams in Europe that have won it. Villarreal, you know what I mean? They're not a great yeah. team in Europe. They've won the Europa no. League, um, and you know yeah. Sevilla won it loads of times, haven't they? So you yeah. know we should have about won it. They've won it about sixty times, and they Seville. <laughs> yeah, they have. Yeah, win every, every year. year don't they? <laughs> they, they don't care about the Champions League. Don't, they get no. knocked out of the Champions League in the group stage just to go in the Europa yeah. League so they can win it. it makes sense. <laughs> That's what we should have done. That's what we should have oh, done. Yeah. Um, but no, you're right. We we do need more. We do need more. Um, European trophies, but I think this season we're going to have to settle for one of the domestic ones. Um, yeah, and let's go, let's go for it. Who knows? Um, yeah. anyway, it's been, I'll tell you what, it's been tonight has been fantastic because it's been great yeah. to have Neil and Lee back on the show. Two of my absolute all time favorite guests as well. It's I'll been a long time. Rich. I'm going to start doing these sort of review shows a bit more regularly in the new year, uh, once a week again, looking at the games and stuff like that. I haven't really had time to do it. It's there's so much stuff I've had going on, but in January, I'm hoping that we can start doing these on a regular weekly basis again, maybe on a Monday, um, look back at a game at the weekend and look ahead and that kind of stuff like we used to do. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll try and get that sorted in the new year because I do enjoy it. I just yeah, haven't had a chance to do Brilliant. it. And it's been great. It's been great. It's obviously having you two guys back on again. So um, have you enjoyed it, Neil, being back on again? I know it's been a while, Abs- hasn't it? It's been long absolutely time. brilliant. I, I, honestly, I've missed it. You guys have made me laugh so much as well. It's, it's kind of been so <laughs> cathartic after the disappointment yesterday um i was really angry yeah. yesterday and really upset 
And uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's been a joy to be on. Uh, thank you for that. Thank you to Lee. Lee, Lee uh, had some interaction with you on Twitter. You've always so kind to me on Twitter. Really appreciate oh, cheers, it. Mate. Rich, no, thanks, no. and Rich always. You know, yeah, uh, always an honour and pleasure to be on. And thank you for always considering me. And the chat, the people in the chat, have been fantastic always. So yeah, yeah, loved it, loved it, mate. Thank you. No, no problem. Sorry, it's good to be back. And of course, Lee as well. Good to see you again. I say it's yeah. been a while since you've been on as well. I say it's a while since I've done one of these shows anyway. So yeah, that's probably yeah. why. But it's yeah, good, yeah. It's good to have you back as well. You uh, you enjoyed it? Love it. I always do. Uh, yeah, good to, good to talk about my favourite subject with with knowledgeable people, rather than uh, people who are not so knowledgeable out there. I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but you two guys know your stuff, so it's enjoyable. So uh, yeah, I look forward to doing more in the new year, Rich. Exactly. I, I definitely want to. I definitely want to get it up again and running because I say I, I miss doing it as well. It's just the time, yeah. basically. That's all it's been. Yeah. It's getting a, so much going on. Uh, Mark C says, um, "Great show again, Rich. Have a good night." Well, there's any self, my friend. Um, we got Michael as well. Obviously, Neil, mate, Michael. How you doing? He's, he's been on, on the channel as well before. Happy New Year, gents. He says all in the chat. Um, indeed, and and yourself, my friend. Hope you're doing well. Um, so, yeah, that is a review of 2023. We got through quite a lot of stuff there. You know, we I wanted to get the West Ham game out of the way first so we could get our disappointment going and then we could yeah. look back on some better memories and, you know, get, get it. It was better than him. It was good. Um, Terry says, uh, great show tonight, Richard. It was great to see Lee and my favourite, Neil. Have a great weekend and a great new year. Uh, love you guys. You're so entertaining. No, thank you very much, Terry. Obviously, all the comments as well. There's loads of comments in the chat earlier, actually. I couldn't get through them all. We were just getting into it all. But thank you to everyone for, for joining in with the show. It's been great. I'll be back on yeah. Sunday, of course. The final show of the year will be the Fulham game um, on Sunday afternoon. Uh, two o'clock kickoff it is. I'll be about quarter to two. Um, so please join me for that if you can. Our last game, but let's end 2023 with a, with a yeah. bang, shall we? It was a bit of a whimper the other night. Let's, let's go out yeah, and bang on um, I'm also on Talk TV again Sunday night as well at seven o'clock. So um, if you're around, then we're obviously going to talk about the Fulham game and one or two other bits as well. So join me for that if you can. Yeah. But are we here for the game yeah. on Sunday, quarter to two? Join me for that. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. Enjoy your, your weekend. Hopefully, we can, I say, I say, go have a bang on Sunday. That's what we want to end yeah. the year in style, yeah. beat Fulham, and we'll forget that West Ham ever happened. Um, exactly. Thanks for you guys for watching. <laughs> Don't forget to give us a like. Please subscribe. Thanks to Neil. Thanks to Lee. Great to have you guys back on, and thanks to all you guys in the chat. I will see you Sunday. Take it easy, everyone. Cheers, Come on, you guys. Cheers, Rich. Come on, you gunners. See you later, guys. Take it easy. See you guys. Bye.